Yeah, and you mentioned things that'll stick around. That just automatically makes me think. friend are listening to episode 243 of the happy hearthstone the longest running hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards i am your co-host guy grumpy along with my good friend noodle swoop hello and our special guest romanu joke once again hello hello we appreciate you listening, and especially those who support the show, like Ridiculous Hat, Beef Squatch, and James W. If you'd like to join them and get shouted out on the show, check us out at patreon.com slash thehappyheartstone. For just $1, you can help us keep the lights on. Today, we are reviewing the second half of the cards from March of the Lich King after a little time getting to play with the cards this time. Before we get started, though, this wouldn't be the Happy Hearthstone without sharing our joy. So let's once again start with Romanu Joke. Why don't you go first? What's making you happy these days? Oh, I'm really happy thanks to this expansion. I've been having a ton of fun playing Hearthstone. Like, uh, I don't remember the last time I was this happy opening the game and just jamming games one after the other. It's really yeah, fun. Wow. Excellent. Glad to hear. How about uh, how about you, Noodle Swoop? I think I'm also in that same point, although I can't, I feel like I can't settle. I'm like, oh, I want to play control. No, I want to play aggro. No, I want to play control. And, and yet it's, it's a lot of it is just the excitement over the new cards and like getting a chance to try different combinations and see what will work best. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's that fun of uh, experimentation. I, I, I always love this. This time is like the best time in order to like sit down and play. So. Excellent, excellent. And then for yourself, Guy Grumpy, what's making you happy? You know, I got two things today, uh, actually. Uh, One's just kind of a silly little thing, but uh, Jill's grandfather passed recently, and uh, we, you know, they went down and went through all of his stuff, and we ended up with a cuckoo clock. Um, (laughs) And as silly as that is, just having that little cuckoo, cuckoo at the top (laughs) of every hour is, is a lot of fun for me. Now, maybe the the girls in the house don't like it so much after they go to sleep, but uh, so we have to turn that turn it off for that. But still, I, I don't know. There's something about a cuckoo clock that really makes me happy. Uh, and then the second thing is, you know, I did my um, my card opening stream. It was a lot of fun. Uh, went over nine hours. It like really had me had me on a high. So that was another uh, really fun time this this weekend. That. Uh, it's gonna stick with me for a little while. You know, I tr- I tried to 
like stick with you as long as I could. And then eventually I was like, uh, I need my rest, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it was a blast hanging out with you at least for, for as long as I could. So. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, uh, you know, coming in and playing and having fun with me. So. Yeah. I wasn't there. I'm pretty sure I was sleeping at the time. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Understandable. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe we left off uh, just before Priest last time, so why don't we get started? First up, we have Animate Dead. So one mana rare shadow spell, resurrect a friendly minion that costs three or less. So now that we've had a chance to see some of the cards in action, this Animate Dead actually <laughs> enables a really kind of uh, interesting deck that I've seen going around involving one of the cards that we'll talk about later. Uh, so I don't want to spoil too much, but realize that it's very specific minions that you can bring back. So even it can work well with boars, but it can also work well with other uh, different elements in the game. Ooh, very smooth. <laughs> I see very what you smooth. did here. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty nice card. Um, I was wondering if um, some kind of aggro priest could uh, abuse that in a way uh, maybe you run a lot of spells and a big uh, redundancy on the undeads uh, but i haven't seen that come to fruition yet so yeah except the the deck you're talking about i won't spoil much either uh, i haven't seen this card being played anywhere else and that's pretty much what i envisioned before the expansion Okay, next up we have Bone Collar. It's a four mana rare 2 4 with Taunt. Uh, and Death Rattle, Resurrect a Friendly Undead that died this game. Really powerful um, as far as like taunts and also being able to bring back resources. It kind of at four mana, you know, you're going to have something that'll die before that. But there's some really powerful Death Rattles in Priest right now as well. So. Um, Lots of or different object. things they could, that are, yeah. There's a lot of powerful undead death rattles too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can bring those back and then get them repeated, and uh, it's it's kind of a crazy state in which uh, you kind of get to after a certain point when enough things die that you end up bringing back a lot of different things, and then on top of it, the hero card itself also repeats death rattles so you get a lot of uh commonality with that oh yeah that's true. energy yeah yeah uh on my end i've been uh playing this with uh, undertaker in wild <laughs> like mm -hmm. an undertaker shadow undead death rattle like all of these sub team uh go really well together and it, it was fun it was fun for the time it lasted. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, some cards afterwards. But yeah, it's a really powerful card. Uh, I'm expecting at least one good undead to come with this in the mini set. Uh, one like big or like mini uh, mid game ish uh, undead. Just for, uh, you know, the resurrect stuff. You can't have a resurrect card with without a, a really good Resurrect target in Priest. Never happens. 
Crystal Smith Cultist is a one mana one two with the battle cry. If you're holding a shadow spell, gain plus one plus one. One mana two three. Zombie Chow? Is that you? <laughs> Without the healing, yeah. Without the healing, yep. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting this to go in some kind of aggro deck. You know, mm -hmm. the, the aggro Shadow Priest we've seen in uh, Barons and stuff. But actually, uh, it doesn't fit really well there because you don't run a lot of Shadow Spells. You don't have Race Dead anymore, for example, which was a really good Shadow Spell back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've seen this card actually being quite good in control decks. Uh, you know, the control Renatal um, Shadow Priest with Benedictus. This one actually runs a lot of uh, Shadow Spell because you run also the clears and there is a lot of Shadow Clears in Priests. Mm -hmm. So this is the, the type of deck I've seen this card goes in. It's not amazing. Maybe uh, you would like a Mistress of Mixtures in, instead because it's an undead also. Um, and has a death rattle. But it's a nice piece. It's a nice piece. Definitely fitting a standard rotation. Yeah, it's something that you'll have to clear early uh, or something that helps you keep the board early. So seems solid, but yeah, there may be some other, other things that you would want in because um, you don't want to resurrect that one. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Grave Digging is a four-mana epic shadow spell. Draw two cards. Costs one if a friendly undead died after your last turn. So one mana, draw two. It's really good. Seems pretty good. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like there was a, a long period where people were like, well, Priest has zero draw. And now Priest has, like, all the draw. Infinite draw. Yeah. It's... Draw and discover. Yeah, that one's a little harder than the like the uh, if it died after undead died after your last turn. It's a lot harder to do than um, than with death knight. So yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> but but still, it's kind of interesting to see you know how different classes use the undead class. Yeah, undead I think this is a re It's probably going to be a good build around card for like after the next rotation, you know, where mm -hmm. the only uh, good synergy that's already there that you might be able to play in Priest is going to be Undead. And it's still going to be one mana draw two. So it's going to be a lot of fun in Standard uh, at this time. I'm using that <laughs> with an Undertaker on one in a while. It's really good because it's also a Shadow Spell. So I'm having a lot of fun with that deck. <laughs> we might need you to share a code then if it's fun. Um, maybe we can get people to move off of the, the other priest that we're going to talk about in a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Haunting Nightmares, three mana, three, three undead epic uh, with death rattle. Haunt a card in your hand. When you play it, summon a three, three soldier. I think that's a, a card that if you just look at it uh, in a vacuum, it's not insane. Like it's okay, it's mm -hmm. three mana for three three, and then you can get uh, another three three for free uh, after you play another card. But I think you have to look at this card in in a way where in priest you repeat a lot of death ritual. 
So it's going to be possible that uh, at some point with like uh, an amulet of the undying, I think, is the treadable spell. You might resurrect like two or three of these guys. And then you, your whole hand just has this effect of summoning a sorcery after you play a card. And I think in this kind of situation, after a clear, uh, it's super good to gain back tempo. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like this a lot. I think the deck is not here yet, but I like this a lot. The the only concern that I have is then that's a three mana, the the haunted soldier that you you end up summoning is a yeah. three mana three three. So yes. it would end up interfering with the like effect from animate dead, where it's you'd true. end up potentially getting another soldier back. If you know if you could manage to time it to where you you haven't summoned any of them, and then that's when you animate dead that could work out, but it, it almost is like it's anti-synergy with itself. Yeah, it's true. Although it the soldier is not undead, so you'd still get it from the bone collar. Oh. Yes, that's true. That's a good point. Dead is resurrect minion, and bone collar is undead. Helps you eliminate a little bit of that, but still. Still a little, a little bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what card can uh, resurrect uh, also undead? No, what card? Oh, High Cultist Basalef. 5 and a 3 5 legendary. Battle Cry, resurrect all friendly undead that died after your last turn. Well, more resurrected that's targeted. Yes. And I think that's definitely. Is it right to push. A resurrect package that is not aimed towards like big cheaty stuff, but more towards a mid-range strategy. Which I for this I just say bravo because <laughs> I think we have done everything we could with uh, big resurrect stuff in priest. I think it's time mm-hmm. to move on, and uh, I like this uh, this direction for it. Uh, is it good? Not really, and not now <laughs> at least. It's just the same thing as the, um, you know, the the synergy with the grave digging. I think it's going to be good at rotation, but right now the the power level of other synergies is so high. the The undead one is not uh, not going there for now. Mm-hmm. And maybe if we get some more mid range like undead, like th- in that three four in a mini set, then this will be kind of the way to go. Maybe even like a nice two. Because we don't have like a nice two. <laughs> and then they that two mana? Yeah. That that gives you, you know, some some positive effect where it's like, you know, sticks on the board a little bit longer, comes back yes. again, does something else beyond what the next card that we're going to talk about <laughs> does, which is our two mana, three, two undead, the common card, Mind Eater, with a death rattle, add a copy of a card in your opponent's deck to your hand. I've seen that being played in a Quest Priest, or just Sith Priest in general, just to get more and more value, you know, you know the deck. Uh, it's funny to think that we have actually seen this card not once, but twice before. Uh, it was attached to an elemental tag. The first one was a 4-mana 4-3, four and the mm-hmm. next one was a 1-mana one 1-1. One one. But with the same death rattle. And I think this is the best iteration of the three. That's for sure. 
Yeah, get some stats on it. it. Can be a little bit aggressive too. Yeah, kind of forces you to have to kind of take care of it at early game, so you end up giving them potential to accessing most of your deck at that point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's nice. I understand why it's being played now uh, in this kind of deck, but I'm not uh, I'm not an expert on Sieve uh, Priest or uh, Quest Priest. But I would say it's a good inclusion, just to fill in the curve early on. Shadow Word Undeath is a 5-mana rare shadow spell. Deal 2 damage to all enemies. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, deal 2 more. Hey, we like to call it Fun Death here. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. It's a really powerful board clear, especially in an undead uh, built specific like shadow deck. Yeah, I was expecting this card to be so much better than it is right now. Uh, I think I was a bit too high on the undead priest before. But yeah, it's so powerful. A one-sided, uh, what is it, Chaos Nova? Wow. That's, that's really powerful. I, I don't see how it's it's never gonna, be... yeah. How to say that? Uh, I think it's just gonna be so good at some point. Will it warrant nerf? No. <laughs> All right, let's not go there. But like, I feel this card has so much potential. The uh, the restrictions for the if an undead died after your last turn is just as a a hard one for me because uh, oftentimes you're. You you may not have have it when you have that uh, condition when you need it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to build around it. Um, and and yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not seeing a lot. I'm not really high on the undead priest archetype. So um, so it's very limited as five mana deal two damage to everything um, without something else. So yeah, I agree. It's not gonna. It's not ever going to need nerfed, but um, I'm not seeing it as powerful uh, as as you guys seem to think. Yeah, it's understandable. All right, I guess it's time to talk about it. <laughs> Sisters Valna, six mana, six six, legendary undead with a battle cry. Permanently add a vision of darkness to your hand, and the vision of darkness uh, is a three mana shadow spell. Discover a shadow spell. This stays in your hand. And I say three mana, um, <laughs> meaning it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Three mana. <laughs> it, yeah, it should. It should be three mana. <laughs> Surely nothing is going to happen if you reduce this to zero. <laughs> nothing at all could happen if no, you no. just happen to to specifically make sure that your only three cost or less minions are radiant elementals. There's no way that would happen. <laughs> Especially not like four or five of them. Or oh, as no. many as you could possibly find, because you can keep finding copies of Animate Dead with yes. your Vision of Darkness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so even if, let's say, you managed to board clear the priest, they wouldn't happen to just be able to have you know, three of the those animate deads in hand from the sh- vision of darkness, so that way they could start over again. 
Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I mean, so the deck basically is like, you play two Radiant Elementals, or even one, you make it die, then you play double Animate Dead, uh, you play the second one, and uh, yeah, you have zero mana Vision of Darkness, and you just chain the Vision of Darkness until you get enough Void Shards <laughs> to kill your opponent, or maybe you play the, the little three mana 3-4. Three, Siphine. The Siphine, yeah. After you play a Shadow Spell, deal 2 damage to each hero. And you just make it so that you don't die before your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Is that the deck? Yes. So, like, I even had had it where I had Cariel and they had the Siphine down, so they were taking 2 damage and I was taking 1, and it still didn't matter. Oh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, because they would eventually find the Void Shard and then heal themselves. So then, like, board clear didn't matter. I, I did everything I possibly could. Even Anachronos, like, oh, make no. it disappear. <laughs> didn't matter. It was like... <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when uh, this guy's toast was actually banned, if I remember correctly. For abusing oh, no. uh, animation oh, mm -hmm. with Radiant Elemental back in the day. And, uh, well, the old two mana shadow spell that discovered the spell in your deck. And you made it so that you have only one copy of this spell in your deck. So you, you can chain it. And mm -hmm. it was just animation skipping uh, a lot because your opponent couldn't play any card afterwards. It just had to watch the animation and said, turn would be over by the time it finished. Uh, so it reminded me a lot of that, but uh, I think the game has improved a lot so that you can go by the animation uh, block, I think. It's it's still a crazy deck. You know, it, after I saw it played, I was like, wait, who created this? Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I want to know who did this. <laughs> <And it's... laughs> the card or the deck or both? The deck. Uh, not necessarily the card. Uh, uh, the, and and the, the first thing that I could see was it was like a Mark MKZ, like, mm -hmm. initially in Wild, but it, it works in Standard, too. It does, but, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. The the biggest thing is is can they actually get all the parts and pieces together before, you know, it's it's time for you to like be able to kill them. And sometimes you know, if you're a slower control deck, you're 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 kind of doomed to fail against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I think we forgot one card. Uh did we talk about uh, undying allies? In Priest? Huh? No, we didn't talk about it. So, zero mana, shadow spell, undying allies. After you play an undead this turn, give it reborn. So, first note is, uh, the first time I've read this card, uh, I read it like, after you play your first undead this turn, give it reborn. But no, it's but like it's every undead you play this turn. Wow. Got a nice haunting nightmare and mine eater on the same, same exactly. turn with that. Yeah. Double death rattles? Not bad. Definitely not bad. Uh, zero mana spell, you always have to keep an eye on them. Yeah. Uh, I think 
there have been a few rare occasions where a zero mana spell hasn't been played. I think of Blur in uh, DH. And even then, you could try to Blur in like Yogg-Saron into the Pyroblast, so <laughs> you can win. I remember uh, Ruffle taking like six hours to finally get the combo done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's a lot of stats for zero mana if you think about it. Uh, oh yeah. But it's the same problem with the other card. The deck is not there yet. Right. Doesn't stop people from trying to play it right now, though. Oh, no, definitely. I've definitely seen seen a fair share of it. Although usually what I end up seeing is that they they also use the neutral undead that like turns your cards into a copy of it. Yes, uh, what, the what is plague that spreader. One? Plague spreader, yeah. But ultimately they're giving you a plague spreader which you can then use to kill them with. So <laughs> it's like oh yeah, you you know how you had other things that were going to like heal or potentially like keep your board yeah now i've just turned that into a plague spreader it's like it just becomes like a a game of like who's who's got the better cards and the the odd part of it is is that after a while the plague spreaders just start start to replace themselves so like i've (laughs) I've literally like had like two plague spreaders in my hand and 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 kazakasan and then like a whole bunch of other cards which then turned into plague spreaders but like kazakasan never got turned into one i don't know how interesting like like because every single time the death rattle would kick off it would just turn a plague spreader into a plague spreader i was like oh thank goodness and then all of a sudden it became eight mana turn and i was like slam The plague spreaders themselves, that because because you're giving it to your your opponent, it's like you can actually end up using them to kind of counterplay the the deck itself. So I don't know if that's the way. I, I would honestly say that's probably not the way to go. But mm, disruption wise, so, yeah. <laughs> it, it's fun. I don't know if it's necessarily like the right path to go down. And it, I would also say if you are playing against somebody that's playing them, don't hold them in your hand thinking, oh, I'm going to stop this from happening. No, play them. Yes. Just just play them. <laughs> they're giving you the, the option of destroying whatever other avenue of attack that they're attempting to go down. Just use them. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Rogue. Oh, oh have... Rogue. The Concoctor, a one mana common one two with a battle cry, add a random concoction to your hand. The concoctions being the slimy concoction, a three mana uh, spell, summon a random three cost minion, and add another con- concoction uh, to your hand to mix together. Dreadful concoction, destroy a random enemy minion. Bubbling concoction, deal three damage. Hazy concoction, add a card to your hand from another class. It costs three less. And Gleaming concoction, draw two cards. It's, uh, I think if we talk about the concoction, we might have to like talk about the whole package uh, mm-hmm. and then come back. Because uh, as you see, you have to combine the concoction to get maximum effects. So you, maybe you can get uh, uh, twice the Gleaming concoction and you have a three mana draw four cards in your hand, which is pretty good. Uh, you have a lot of mix of different mixes for the concoction and uh, a lot of way to to generate them. Uh, I was I was really surprised at the expansion launch because I really thought like 
concoction were going to be gimmicky and like you won't have enough of them to get value. But uh, it appeared that a certain potion master putricide was the way to <laughs> get a lot of concoction. Why don't we skip ahead to him then? Yeah. So uh, potion master putricide, two mana, one for legendary undead after a minion dies add a concoction to your hand. Potion Master Putricide is very much like uh, Shadow Crafter Hanar. Hanar, yeah. right? So, so it's it it's really hard to kill him at the two mana one four because four is like one of those really kind of difficult numbers to get to for a lot of classes, and so usually in the process of trading into him or doing something to kill him. Even at that, you're giving the rogue more fuel to be able to get more concoctions into their hands. So usually they they, the rogues will also play it knowing that they're going to get three or four of them. And then they sometimes even get a couple more before they end up losing their potion master. (laughs) And then that in that process, you just end up with giving them so much value through these concoctions. And it's it's really good. I had a game I was playing against this night. I coined uh, Putricide on one. <laughs> like the simple fact of them pressing their hero power gave me a concoction. It was insane. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you win? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I did because uh, I was playing a certain deck that was pretty good before the expansion. And that uh, got, uh, what, 11 new cards? <laughs> yeah like oh my god thinking about it it's it's actually insane so, so there's there's also the fact that you have the ability to discover concoctions as well with the potion belt which is a two mana spell rare spell so that actually allows you to pick the specific types of concoctions that you want and that also will enable you to be able to pick the ones that that do things like reduce the cost of something in your hand, like adding a card to your hand from another class that costs three less. When you think about it on average, right? Like across the board, we have a lot of cards that start off pretty early that cost a low amount of mana. Three less can mean free for a lot of things. It's probably one of the best cards of the set, if I'm real uh, with myself. Uh, I was really really not seeing the concoction working as well as they do now. Like, when you realize that you can discover them, it's two mana. I feel like you can compare this to, like, arcane intellect. And just saying, like, it's an arcane intellect for two mana, where I choose the good card that I would put in my deck if I could, (laughs) It's it's so good. And the fact that you discover both half mean that if you are looking for one specific effect, you're almost guaranteed to get it. Mm-hmm. it it's so you, good. It's and so you good. can use prep before you actually use yes. the potion belt as well. Yes. So it's free for you to do this. Unlike in Mage, where you actually, you know, usually you have to sometimes, pay. most of the time, sometimes, pay the full amount. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even then, you don't have to pay the full amount for the concoction. Because you have the ghoulish alchemist. Two mana, three, two, undead. 
Battle Cry, your next concoction costs zero. It's an ongoing effect. It's not this turn like Foxy Fraud, which was already an insane card back in the day. You can just play this on two. And like the first concoction you, you want to play, maybe on turn four, it's three. It's so good. <laughs> and so you can see how you're already building the parts and pieces that allow you to dig through your deck, find these concoctions, play them for free. So it goes alongside that Miracle Rogue archetype, along with a card like the one mana common spell Ghostly Strike. Deals one damage, combo, draw a card. It's the most roguish spell I've ever seen. <laughs> Literally, it screams rogue. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's very fitting for the class, and it's very good also. Very, very good. Uh, just another cycle card. Maybe you can compare this to um, Gone Fishing. You know, if you it's a one-mana uh, combo draw card. The first effect is mostly... It's not the main part, right? You mm-hmm. want you want that card. So yeah, so Miracle Rogue. Drawing card is great. Yeah, drawing card, pretty good. If you can do it. Noxious Infiltrator, then, is a 4-mana 2-5 rare card with Poisonous and a battle cry. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, deal 1 damage to a minion. 4-mana removal with a, uh, with a body seems pretty good. It is pretty good. It is pretty good, but... Uh... Unfortunately, I think it might be the weakest card of the Rogue set, mm-hmm. just because Rogue has so so many better stuff to do, so many better decks sorry, to use. It's um, the undead synergy is not really something the class is looking for. Uh, it's more of a, a supportive package, the undead, and I don't know. It reminds a lot of uh, Vilespan Slayer. You know, those minion with uh, a destroy effect attached to them. And uh, it's still a good quality card, don't get me wrong. It, it's not the best for the class right now, but uh, in, at rotation, probably going to be good. Yeah, it'll be interesting at rotation too, because I think it, it, the interesting part to me is it's to a minion, so it's random, so it can be your own minions. So, like, Almost it's a way to like set up to potentially do like an undead death rattle deck where you're like get all your undead cards reduced by the rotten rodent, a two mana two one undead beast with a battle cry, reduce the cost of all death rattle cards in your deck by one. And then you could potentially set up to where you have really cheap death rattle undead cards, you know variety of different things to be able to get all those down onto the onto your board and then trigger all of them all at once with your noxious infiltrator well meanwhile also getting a board clear on the other side oh noodles i don't want to break your dream but i think it's not random yeah i, I don't think so either i think you target it because it's a battle cry oh it's just to a minion yeah but you can oh. use it on your minion too like it works you know yeah you can target it it's just a better dream <laughs> Uh, I, I thought it was hitting a whole bunch of different things. <laughs> Dang it. It's just the it's so it's like a kill one thing. Ah, that's not yes. as much fun. <laughs> I wanted it to be like a full board clear. Oh. Deal one damage to all minions? Yeah, that's uh, what I wanted. That, that, or that like random be. minions for as many undead died. That's what I was reading it as. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> 
Scourge oh. Illusionist is a four mana four four epic undead with a death rattle at a four four copy of another death rattle minion in your deck to your hand. It costs four less. So I got this really, really fancy um, death rattle minion that was a signature card, the Invincible. And you're telling me I can get a copy of it that's a 4-4 and it costs 4 less. Yes. That sounds perfect to me, especially with the fact that like I can draw my Death Rattles for 3 mana and trigger them. Yes, it's, uh, it's a really good combo. I've seen actually a lot of people getting uh, high ranks with this deck. Hmm. Uh, definitely... You definitely have to keep an eye on this card. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff in one card. <laughs> it does a lot. Yeah, it gives you a card in your hand, uh, reduces the cost, so basically cantrip. It pays for itself. I can I can definitely see that being a good card. Yeah, and once once you have a couple copies of the invincible down, it's pretty much like you've just locked the board in, unless they. Unless your opponent has a board clear, and even then they have to have two board clears really to be able to break through that invincible lockdown of the board or silence, you know. But there's not very many people right now running a lot of silence, and in fact, even priests right now are doing shadow things, they're not doing so much the silence thing, exactly. Yeah, so it's kind of in an interesting place where right now, just based off of what's out there. It's a deck that that uh, can surprise some folks, and so it can get get some surprise wins there. The other side of it, I I also put it together because it very much reminded me of uh, like early iterations of like Death Rattle Rogue, which was one of my favorite decks for Rogue. <laughs> so when I saw it, I was like, "Gotta do it," especially because I have the signature <laughs> version of the card, and also just so you're aware, you get copies of the signature card, so it's really cool. Oh, amazing! <laughs> but even then, just because you get that state doesn't mean that you always win and and on top of it if you draw invincible before you really get a chance to like do any of the fun stuff it's it it, it automatically breaks it <laughs> uh, so so it's like the whole entire point is just don't draw the real one everything you're fine play the whole entire deck just don't draw the real one <laughs> i have two more things to say about that first i'm getting a bit scared because people have starting to play that in mine rogue Mm-hmm. giving it a lot more damage a lot lot a lot 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 <laughs> i've seen boards full of four four bombs i mean naval mine i think that's the the name mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. yeah it's uh like if the mi- imagine if the mine in minor could always attack Oof. <laughs> <sighs> that's uh yeah and the second part is i'm sad you can't get, because it has Reborn and not Death Rattle, you cannot get the Malignant Horror. Mm. It's too bad, because then I would... What am I going to do with all my two ones? Oh, yeah, true. Uh, it would have been a 4-4. I wouldn't even have to worry about buffing it instead of it being a 2-4. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to be able to get around that. I have to figure that out. <laughs> Me, you know what? It does have because it has reborn. I could play it in Quest Paladin, in oh. Wild. Oh wait, even better. <laughs> the return of the king. 
Shadow of Demise is a legendary shadow spell. Each time you cast a spell, transform this into a copy of it. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, it's the, uh, for those of, uh, those of you listening to us that uh, play during uh, Frozen Throne, it's basically the card that the uh, rogue uh, hero, Valira the Hollow, if I remember correctly, gave you at the start of your turn. Except it's only limited to spells. But basically, you can use it on anything you want. A coin, a concoction. A potion belt. A potion belt. Uh, let's Don't use it on a preparation. It's not very good. <laughs> it's pretty good. And I'm now wondering why does it have a shadow tag? You can never play it without it being transformed. I'm just brainstorming it uh, as I speak. But it could be for later on down the road when you can tutor a specific type. Ooh. Or maybe because of the fact there's a neutral that gives you a random shadow spell, so maybe it could randomly oh. give you that. Oh, that's true. All right, brainstorming over. <laughs> Vile Apothecaries, a three-mana, two-four epic undead. At the end of your turn, add a random concoction to your hand. Just more support, I suppose, for that concoction rogue. Yes. Yeah. I think it's the the weakest of the whole package. The concoction package. Uh I think because conco- of the fact that it, it I feel like it's too expensive. Like at yes. three mana it's too expensive. Yes, Which is yes. funny to say, like three mana is too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like to have my concoction on turn one and two so I can play them on three, you know? I like spending mana. <laughs> I don't. Li- I don't like to have to wait to spend mana. I want to spend mana right now. <laughs> and yes, three mana, it's a bit too much. I mean, at least in the miracle deck. All right, we're moving on to shaman, the blight blood berserker. Woo! Is that eight <laughs> mana, three eight, epic undead with taunt, lifesteal, reborn with a death rattle of deal three damage to a random enemy? That's a lot of healing, <laughs> and it's got reborn, which means that you're getting at least potentially twelve healing yeah. out of this big undead berserker. But at eight mana and only three attack, it's kind of a. Yeah. I mean, I guess it'll it'll stop um, stop a couple of things, but the the fact that uh, it, it's so slow though, it's really slow. It doesn't end the game against the control deck, and against uh, an aggressive deck, you would need a way to cheat it out early. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you can't. You don't have any card to to cheat it out early except. How is, it, how is it called again? Farsight. Farsight. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but uh, that's not really reliable. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I don't know. It's uh, it's really slow for now. I think the package is not quite there. I mean, maybe you could glaciate to get it, like because oh. you can. Because glaciate is a six mana spell. You discover an eight cost minion, and maybe that's how you get it. Like, I, I guess that works. Yeah. There's better eight mana minions, though, <laughs> that you'd probably want to help actually end the game. It's true. You, you can even even if you want something that both defensive and aggressive, you can play the the eight mana eight eight with taunt. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, and you gain uh, eight armor, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe this one is not in standard anymore. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I just discovered it recently. The Forge Fiend? Yeah. The yeah. Forge Fiend's still out there. It is? Okay, right. <laughs> because I just discovered it uh, with a glaciate that I generated from a concoction. So, <laughs> 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 so yeah. And uh, I think you, you, you'd rather want that than this card. So bad because I love stuff with Life Steal and Reborn and Taunt. I, I, I like those. Keywords. That makes one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll get a, give it a try at some point, but just at maybe not point, yet. Yeah, it's uh, they're really pushing the big shaman stuff this uh, this set, and we are going to see other cards that go into this direction. But maybe in the mini set, you know, have a discount your highest cost minion by by three or something. I don't know. <laughs> One can only dream. Deathweaver Aura is a two-mana common shadow spell. Give a minion death rattle, summon two, three, two zombies with overload of one. Pretty effective way of, of being able to build up some uh, board presence. Is it an- enough? It, I think it could be. If you get a big enough board and you're able to get a couple of these onto... Um, like our later on minion that we'll talk about, as so we'll talk about it now, the one mana, one, three undead epic scourge troll with a, it says death rattles given to this minion trigger twice. So you can build up a full board real quick, just with, for three mana. It goes very fast. Like if you manage to prog the death rattle on the troll, it goes, the game is over. I don't know if you guys have seen this deck. It's a Murloc Undead hybrid that uses the mana cheat of like Clownfish and stuff and just the the core uh, Murloc uh, package you can find in Sham. Mm -hmm. And you jam the good Undead card and this card is in it and it goes fast. (laughs) It goes really fast. I'll have to look that one up. It sounds fun. I can hit you up with the link. Definitely one of the best cards for Shaman this set. Lot of stats for two mana. From the other side is a 10 mana rare shadow spell. Summon a copy of each minion in your hand. They attack random enemy minions, then die. So this would be a way that you're able to cheat out that Blightblood Berserker. Yes. As it would be in your hand. It's just a copy, though, so you'd still end up having it in your hand. Yes potential to get some of the other big shaman pieces i just don't know if you have enough of them or how you're going to have all of them in your hand i mean sometimes shaman even kind of suffers from that draw issue as well so it'll be interesting to see if that kind of works itself out yeah i have so many problems with this card first off as you said you might not get the minions uh, where you want them Second, uh, they only attack random enemy minions. You can't attack the face, even with a spell at 10 mana crystal. And then, why do they have to die? Like, would the spell even be played without the then die? I think every class has a 10 mana, because you cannot cheat this spell out either. I mean, you can, but not really. Um, Yes, it would be it would be good to have at least a good effect. But I don't know. Paying 10 mana 
to not have anything on board, except for Reborn and stuff. I would expect something more from a, a card like that. Uh, a bit disappointed on this part. Yeah, it's definitely one you'd have to, to build around, like get owls or um, or other um, death rattle minions, the, yes. the one that gives you armor uh, you know, is another one with the reborns too, potentially. Um, it, it is still kind of lacking and is still slow for saying that you're going to use a 10 mana spell to hopefully cheat out an 8 mana 3-8 with taunt then <laughs> that's just be a three it would three, be a one, three one three one ten minus three, three one. Oh yeah, my yeah. god it's even better than the horror <laughs> <laughs> by one attack oh my god and, and it has taunt and lifesteal oh my god yeah yeah but it's not as cheap and it doesn't sure. copy itself. yeah but we don't talk about that we don't but, talk about that. Hey, you know, I'll be able to figure out how to get those corpses in Paladin. Don't you worry. <laughs> Harkener of Dread is a five mana common 2-2 two, two undead with taunt and a death rattle summon a 6-6 six, six undead with taunt. A lot of stats. A lot of stats again. It's very similar to one we got in Alterag Valley, I think. Or maybe United Stormwind. A five mana 1-1, one, one, so it doesn't have taunt. But Death Rattle summon a 5-8 with Taunt. It's neutral. I think it's still in standard. I've seen people play it in uh, yeah. Death Rattle Rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can compare both of these. And this one seems better just because of the Taunt on the first part. But is it good enough? Is uh, the question you have to ask here. My answer yeah. is no. Five mana for a 2-2 just seems like a lot to ask, even if you do get the 6-6 the six, six afterwards. Yes. You don't necessarily have the control of that on the first turn, <laughs> unless you play it with from the other side. But Yeah, and uh, in Shaman, so Shaman is using Death Rattle in a very specific way, where you give Death Rattle to Minion, but you have no way to trigger them except trading the minions. Whereas in other class you have, in Rogue, for example, you have a lot of way to trigger Death Rattle. Mm-hmm. Here you have to kill the minion to, to get his Death Rattle. It would be, it's really, really good if you had a way to trigger it without having to kill it. Or without having to cast a 10-mana spell. Oh yeah, also, <laughs> also, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't know how Shaman lives until that 10-mana turn. Yeah, that's the problem. He doesn't. <laughs> Overlord Drakuru is a 9-mana 6-8 legendary with Rush and Wind Fury. After this attacks and kills a minion, resurrected on your side. Has the potential of being able to kill a couple minions and really swing the board in your favor. Even the potential to summon a copy of it also with from the other side, but then it randomly might get a minion, might not. It's an interesting card, but I, I think at 9 mana, super expensive, especially for what it does. You'd have to have the perfect setup, and sometimes on those 9 mana turns, you're talking about the other side has boards that have bigger minions. You know? You're not killing a, a, a Nixia and being able to bring that back, so feels a little difficult. The only good thing I've heard I've heard about this card is people that played WoW said that uh, this character was really fun. I think like it had a, <laughs> a lot of voice line that was really mm-hmm. funny. 
and that some of them actually ended up in the in the game. But because I've never played this or attacked with this, I don't know. So, <laughs> well, there's there's your challenge for the the week then. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll do that. Check out all of the voice lines. See how funny he is. <laughs> is this the only good thing you can do with shaman now? Well, it sounds like no. There's that undead murloc. Uh, Ooh. deck that's going I, on but. But before before we go too far though i do want to point out the flavor text for him he's it's amazing or or, or for oh, overlord drakuru and his flavor text is overlord one <laughs> that's uh is they really good with the flavor text especially this expansion i think uh <laughs> i think it's one of the best one definitely <laughs> Prescience, four mana, rare shadow spell, draw two minions. For each that costs five or more, summon a two, three spirit with taunt. Well, I know I was just complaining about draw and shaman, so there we <laughs> go. We have a way to draw those big minions in hand. As it heard you. <laughs> and you're complaining about surviving, so. It does you know. give you a little bit of survivability with those two taunt minions that you're going to get. Four mana for four, six in stats with taunt is not terrible and two targeted uh, draws so yeah it's definitely good definitely yeah. helps out with that archetype uh, is it is it there though if, of the cards that i've seen so far actually this is probably the best one <laughs> it, it probably is i think uh, you play it in a very different deck than the uh, death weaver uh, aura i've seen this card actually being played in evolve shaman where you tutor the gnolls uh, the one that mm-hmm. got discounted for each card in your hand, and uh, Sea Giants. Nice. And you play only these four minions, so you always get the the four six in stats where you play that. And Gnolls are really good into uh, an evolve uh, as an evolve target. So that's basically the whole deck. <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to get prescience on uh, on four, and you survive with like uh, uh, you know the little piranhas in the early game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you try to do whatever you can until you can evolve stuff. I've seen people win with this actually in the the current uh, Solari tournament. I've seen uh, Jembre uh, playing this deck, and he was actually winning a lot of games. So <laughs> I don't know. Is it a good ladder game? Is it a good ladder deck? Sorry. I've heard some people talking about Evolve Shaman and that it's actually pretty good, but I, ha- I haven't uh, actually seen it in the wild yet or uh, grabbed the deck. It's one, one archetype I like, though, so I may have to check that out. Rotgill is a 5-mana, 3-6, legendary, undead, murloc. With a battle cry, give your other minions death rattle. Give your minions plus one, plus one. Love it. <laughs> it's uh, It does a lot. Like, we talked about a lot of stats. This is a lot of stats. This is really what a lot of stats is as a minion. <laughs> if you have like any any deck that wants to use Murlocs, for example, is gonna go wide. Mm-hmm. And you play this card, you slap it on the top curve, your board is unkillable. Except if they have one big mass removal. If they want to to kill minions one by one, like they're just gonna die. It's pretty good. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> this this is the kind of burlock though as well. Like it makes me wish that the Murder McGurgle, the prime minion for Paladin, was back in standard. Because oh it, like to randomly generate him on your board. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh the pro <laughs> it's battle, but it's a battle cry. It's not a yes. it's not like just yeah. a death rattle. <laughs> but like I could see how there would be ways that maybe with the angling rod somehow you could find like copies of him. Oh um, yes, the, the maybe the that's the way that you could get to it. Because then on top of it, then if you could prime and then the next turn play your oh. rock kill, oh, that would be good. Uh, I'm I'm just thinking about now. I'm like, <laughs> uh, wait, is there a Murloc Paladin in the Wild that need to be playing? <laughs> uh, there, there is uh, Finley in Duels that lets you play from both. So you yeah. might want to oh, check yeah. that out, and uh... maybe that's the way to go. Shadow Suffusion is a three mana rare shadow spell. Give your minions death rattle, deal three damage to a random enemy. So more uh, suffusion for the fire. <laughs> it, it, it works great with that scourge troll, the death weaver aura. You're even with rock gill, you're building big boards, putting a whole bunch of death rattles on things. And then, you know, now if you're killing off those minions, you're potentially taking three damage for each minion that you're killing. So it's just just enough to push it over the top and and close out the the game. Just as you're like trying to, you know, control the board, you may also be spelling your own doom. <laughs> I've seen it uh, being played in the, uh, the the undead Murloc decks I was talking about. It's actually impressive how good it is with like the piranhas. Oh yeah, it, it sometimes it it does feel like a three mana bloodlust. I can see that. You can't push both the damage of your minion and uh, this damage face at the same time. But in the end, it's like a three mana bloodlust, and I like three mana bloodlust. <laughs> it's a, definitely a good aggro card. Uh, unfortunately, you can't. Uh, do shenanigans like a warlock can with Tasman. <laughs> it would be nice to have a. It's basically Tasman Philactory, if you look at it uh, in a way. Uh, just the damage is capped. But yeah, it's it's good. Shaman is a class that is well known for uh, its ability to flood the board. Probably going to be good at some point. Yeah, I would be very surprised if uh, this uh, doesn't see play in a viable deck. And last for Shaman, we have the Unliving Champion. It's a three mana, three, two, common undead with a battle cry. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, summon two, three, two zombies. An easy way to swarm the board to go alongside all this uh, swarming that we're doing for the <laughs> undead Murloc deck. I think it definitely works well. I mean, three mana, nine, six in stats is pretty aggressive. If you can meet the the uh, restrictions. That's a lot of stats also. I'm going to say that a lot, I think. <laughs> yeah. Three, three twos that are undead that can fuel themselves another uh, undead synergy card. I like that. It reminds me a lot of a Scion of Runes in Warrior. In Galakron Warrior, to be precise. This one doesn't have Rush, but you can play it way earlier than the Scion. Right. And uh, it's still a lot of stats. Sometimes you play the Scion on 3 just to have board control and push damage face. So I like this one. 
the sad part is you cannot uh, do the curve that you would like to, which is Scorcher on one, Deathweaver Aura on two, into this one, because Deathweaver Aura has Overload one. And uh, uh, I think that's mm-hmm. why they've put uh, the Overload one on the on the Tumana card. But uh, I can't stop but imagining it that even without the Overload one, it wouldn't be that... Uh, that's so, amazing. So you, like, so you save your coin for turn three, is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's it. Well, you uh, might not be able to play it anyway or not get all those stats for it because the Scourge Troll could be difficult to kill with the three health. Um, it is true. It is true. So four is more likely for that anyway. All right, moving on to Warlock. Amorphous Slime is a 5-mana 5-3 epic with a battle cry of discard a random undead and a death rattle summon a copy of it. Discard is kind of hard to to work around sometimes. It is. It is. It is very hard. Um, I've seen people experimenting with it. I've not seen a single one coming up with uh, the good deck (laughs) in which uh, this fits. But uh, yeah, Imagining you have a good undead, high cost maybe, or I mean, at least an effective one. Ah, this is super good. It's like a mix between uh, Skull of the Manari and uh, Possessed Lucky from back in the day. You know, the same kind of, uh, you want to do the same kind of stuff. Problem is, <laughs> big undead are not that good. Okay. We have one that is really good. If you can manage to cheat it out, it's a Darkened Dratir, the legendary. 8 mana, 6-6 six, six, undead with lifesteal, and at the end of your turn, deal 6 damage to the enemy hero. So it's like a small crag, except it's, it has lifesteal. I think the plan here, though, is to be able to discard that, and then also use Shallow Grave, which is our 2 mana epic spell, trigger a friendly de- minion's death rattle, then destroy it. So you oh, get yeah. a couple copies. So there, that's twelve damage being able to smork face. That's true. Mm. That's a, that's a lot more damage. But can Warlock survive in the early game while doing that? The answer might be like, well, just have to play the imps. But then, if you play the imps in the early games and you have another package for the late game, <laughs> is that better than just putting curses in your opponent's deck in your opponent's hand? Sorry. It's uh, it's interesting to see. Not very sure about the game plan here. I mean, does it work well with our our next card, the one mana one three undead legendary devourer of souls? After a friendly minion dies, gain its death rattle. I guess that's a pretty good card, huh? Could could potentially get an, an, another amorphous slime with another death rattle that's summoning the. Drakon Drethir. I don't know if that works that way, though. Because it wouldn't have discarded it? Yeah, I don't think it would, because I, I think it would be the same as, like, the cube back in the day. If you copied the death rattle of the cube somehow, without transforming into a cube, I guess it would. No, I guess it would. I guess it would. We'll have to experiment and mm. report back. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen this one popping up, but I'm, I haven't... Uh really seen it effective yet 
And then maybe if that's the case, then you could also use your six mana four for the common infantry reanimator, which gives a battle cry resurrect a friendly undead and give it reborn. So you could then potentially get back your Drekon Drethir. Yes. And it has reborn. <laughs> and it has lifesteal and it does six damage at the end of your turn. I mean, that's a coherent game plan if you manage to get it uh, that far. You know, you have lifesteal, you have damage face, you're going to win the game. That's for sure. Yeah. But going there, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard. You just have to get lucky and evolve into it, right? Oh. Or maybe you've got some of the tools there. They're just not quite, you know, got to line them up just right. Definitely. But you know what is good in the early game? Walking Dead. 3 mana, 2, 5, undead with taunt. If you discard this minion, summon it. That is pretty good, especially uh, in that uh, wild discard deck. It's oh my god. Crazy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, but even in standard, you could potentially discard this by picking it if you used your three mana scourge supplies which is a common mm -hmm. spell draw three cards and you choose one to discard so you could just yeah. pick your walking dead score supplies is definitely a card that you can see in multiple different archetype and that's a design particularity that i love in cards where mm -hmm. the card has like flavor to it but the flavor goes well with the effect in multiple decks this these are the cards I love. And it's, it's better than just flat-out Arcan Intellects most of the time. Imagine if you draw Renatal from this. Well, you can discount the Renatal. You didn't put it into the deck for its body. <laughs> right. So it's really good. It's really good also. <sighs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, yeah, the wild. Uh, wild is something. It's, it's uh, I had like an eighty percent win rate on like thirty games. I think it was disgusting. Uh, discard warlock is gonna get nerfed. There is no way they don't touch they don't touch the deck, right? Because there is also soul barrage five mana shadow spell, which you never play for five mana. When you play or discard this, deal 6 damage randomly split among all enemies. And the thing is, you can play uh, Tomb Tempering, which is in Standard, to discard that. You can play Cataclysm, which is in Wild, to discard that. But it also clears the board, so the 6 damage always go face. <laughs> there is so, so many things wrong with the deck. It's, uh, <laughs> that's why I've been climbing Standard for the past week. Uh, I've played Wild the first two days, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to jump some Miracle Rug. Well, with that, there's only a couple more cards left in Warlock to really discuss. We have so the 5-mana 7-7 seven, seven rare Savage Yamiyar. It's a Rush and Valkyrie discard two cards. We've seen a similar effect, but with charge for the same cost, so it feels like uh, maybe the the creep hasn't happened for for that yet. But, uh, <laughs> thank you for being the one to to read that one out because I think you're the only one that can pronounce that name. I was waiting for a brave soul to, uh, <laughs> to do the dirty <laughs> work here. <laughs> and then we also have the four mana shadow spell, Twisted Tether. It's a rare spell. Destroy a minion, give its stats to a random undead in your hand. 
Am I the only one that find it weird in Warlock? Well, Warlock destroys minions. That's true. Like giving it stats is a little bit, uh, a little bit different yeah. for them, but I think know. especially when you have a righteous defense already in standard mm -hmm. uh, for Paladin, which is basically the same effect. Like uh, <laughs> it, it is the same effect for one less mana. Mm -hmm. I think Warlock has better way clear minions. Even just as single target removal. I think Warlock has better stuff to do. Uh, I've not seen this card being played once. I mean, it destroys your opponent's minions, so you can get rid of something big. You can add those stats to your Darkon Draetheer, uh, and then get the copies of it from the Amorphous Slime. So you can, there's like some combos there. I'm not sure the, the Slime um, keeps the effect. I mean, the, uh, the stat boost. The stats. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. But you could be able to potentially put those stats onto like your Walking Dead, and then you're oh, summoning that for free. That's good. There's 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 a little bit of a, a way that that works, but even then, it, at four mana, it seems expensive for what Warlock normally does to get yes. rid of a minion. Now, for after rotation, I think this is probably where that's that's destined, right? Rotation happens. And uh, I guess yes. This is, yes. This is the the way to go. I don't know. Four mana to destroy a minion seems seems it's pretty okay, and then having something else on top of it. Granted, it's only one uh, one thing, and so there there might be some better ways of doing that now. But yeah, I guess we'll see. That takes us to Warrior. I was really excited for Warrior when I saw um, the package of Fire Spell that they got. Mm -hmm. uh, a bit less excited when I uh, started to play with the card. But uh, first off, we have a familiar face here. One mana, one three, Sun Fury Champion. After you cast a fire spell, deal one damage to all minions. It's like a risky skipper, but for fire spells? Exactly. Problem is, it's not that good. <laughs> it's not that many fire spells. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could play uh, a lot of one drops with a Risky Skipper to get maximum value. The lowest cost fire spell you can have is a discounted one, which is Light of the Phoenix. Four mana fire spell, draw two card, cost one less for each damage-friendly character. So you're like, oh, I can play the Sun Fury Champion with a zero mana Light of the Phoenix. But then, if the Light of the Phoenix is already zero mana, this means you already have the board. So I don't think you would want to deal more damage to your minions if they're already damaged. It's it's really weird. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's like backwards synergy, but Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Maybe not. I mean I mean when you look at how it would work with the other fire spell, the two mana common fire spell blazing power, give a minion plus one plus one repeat for each damage friendly character. So maybe that's how you damage them. I guess. Yeah, if you manage to, I don't know if you if uh, replacing the after by whenever would change a lot. I don't remember this kind of interaction, but like, imagine if you if you play the Sun Fury and the Blazing Power, as you said, uh, the Blazing Power would instead give way more uh, way more stats because the whirlwind effect occurred before. I'm not mm. sure how it would work. But uh, yeah, it feels like it's a good support package, but 
it's not the solid foundation that the deck needs. And unfortunately, Enrage Warrior, as fancy as it is, and really fun to play, it's not there in standard, even after the buffs. It's just interesting. I, also with the fact that like you have the other fire spell that has been brought with this set is uh, the two mana fire spell Embers of Strength, a rare spell. Summon two, one, two guards with taunt with a mana thirst of six. Give them plus one, plus two. Kind of reminds me of the race cards that we had from the Darkmoon Fair set. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, see, I see what you mean. And then again, like imagine if you play Sunfury Champion into that because you want Damage Minion, let's say. You want Damage Minion to play Light of the Phoenix and draw cards. So like you play Sunfury Champion, you play Embers of Strength to get a free Light of the Phoenix, but then casting Light of the Phoenix is going to kill <laughs> your 1-2 tones that were 1-1. One, one. So <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. I, I can't put my, uh, my finger on uh, how to build a deck because I guess there is a way to build a deck. It's weird. It's really weird. Maybe maybe the next thing is that you're supposed to be able to buff them with I them guess. being damaged because you're going to have the weapon, right? Yes. Like on three. Like, so like you'll follow up with their one ones, but now they're buffed up. I guess that makes sense, yeah. So maybe that's the answer, but even then, it it feels like you'd have to specifically have that one, two, three. Yeah, and just the, perfectly. And the deck already relies so much on the weapon. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, you only do it because the weapon is in play. If you don't have the weapon, the deck uh, it kind of falls flat. I mean, the other side of it too is that if you have the weapon and you let them die, that that's going to give you your two infuse cost as well. That's true. So maybe that makes it worthwhile, like to have it all the way infused. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, as it is, the the stats that you get off of it not infused is almost enough to usually carry, anyways. Yeah, I guess maybe you just have to play that in some kind of control deck, and maybe the fire tag is a it's it's a bit of a trap. Whereas you you don't have to play that in the fire damage spell and just play that in a control deck where you can get two uh, two three fours two what two fours sorry I don't know. <laughs> I mean they are also taunt minions, so maybe we're building towards like a taunt package instead of necessarily this fire enrage package. So we'll oh. use cards like our four mana spell last stand, which is a rare spell. Draw a taunt minion, double its stats. That's a um, that's a lot of mana to draw one card. I guess doubling stats, that's a lot of stats too. And it's very targeted, so um, you know you have a limited number of taunt minions. Even you can get something really good like the uh, in wild the elemental seven seven that uh, with the death rattle that brings it back or something well, like that. Also, if you're set up to draw a specific taunt minion on four, on five, you have Morshawn Elite, which has a taunt and a battle cry. If your hero attack this turn, summon a copy of it. So mm. for five yes. mana, you would end up getting two eight eights with taunt. Yes, and that's actually one of the first thing I tried in Warrior, in Standard. Uh, the problem was, again, that I needed a weapon beforehand. And <laughs> having that curve was so... Like so many, so few cards that say draw on them in the warrior class, it made it really hard to get this curve. 
but uh, I did it once, and I lost because uh, my opponent was uh, Druid, and they already had ten mana by this turn. But uh, <laughs> but I did it. I was happy. <laughs> Small victories. Yeah. <laughs> You could also specifically draw your six mana Sil- Silver Fury Stalwart, which is a common card with Taunt, Rush, and can't be targeted by spells or hero powers and so four eight in stats. So with doubling its stats, it would be an eight sixteen. Woo! With Rush. That's a lot of stats. You can't be targeted by spells. Woo! It's going to hang out there for a while. <laughs> yeah, one of the... Again, a small problem. I don't want to be a negative Andy because I have a lot of good stuff to say about the whole spell breaker package as a as just one package. But the fact that the tutor is four mana and this one is six mana, it annoys me. It annoys me a lot. <laughs> you think it should be five? I think so. Yes, I think you lower the stats and put it at five because it's it's so weird to have the payoff. And you can't play the payoff after you you play the card that well tutor the payoff. It's uh, <laughs> it's a bit weird, especially in Warrior. I, I feel like Warrior already has enough struggles as it is. I have to add more of them. But yeah, speaking of uh, spellbreakers, that's the the theme for Warrior. You have the fire spell and the spellbreakers. So basically, the spellbreakers are uh, minions that interact with uh, spells from your opponent in certain ways. And I loved that each card did it in a different way. I think that in terms of design, I think the Hearthstone Hearthstone team had a blast making those. I'm pretty sure. Uh, One is 5.5-4-5 Disruptive Spellbreaker. At the end of your turn, your opponent discards a spell. I, I love that. It's so good. It's so powerful, but so good for a game like Hearthstone, where you kind of start with limited um, hand size and try to build towards it. Discarding is maybe too strong of an effect. So you know, I'm not a big fan of it in in this game because you know yeah. you you want to play with your your uh, your cards, but. Uh, you know, I'm understanding that we're kind of slowing the meta down a bit with uh, Renathal decks and more control mm-hmm. and more combo, then you kind of do need some things like that to disrupt. So, um, that would definitely be frustrating if uh, a good warrior deck ended up in uh, tier one or two with discard in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> discard, you know, do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop here. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I I I love it. It's a great card. The only thing is that there there are a lot of decks out there that don't even run spells. So yes. I mean the hard part is is that well it's it's good against spell based decks, particularly like big spells. Um where it falters is the fact that like if it's a minion heavy deck, it's not doing anything. So it kind of has to balance that and at five mana i feel like it's at that precarious power point where you know if it was a four mana and it said it was a three four or something like that like yeah i could see it being really like oh my goodness this is impressive with what it does um especially because you could potentially like get some some 
taunts in the way of it. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, oh, I had answers for what, what they were doing. Now I don't even have cards. <laughs> <laughs> Man. The problem also is like, if you look at the meta, uh, every class, I mean, every good deck at least, has a ton of cheap spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Knight generates a ton of spells. They run every discover card possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can look at Mage, if you are looking at Mages. Uh, they run a lot of Arcane Bolts. Priest is generating left and right. Druid, I'm not even going to talk about Druid. <laughs> Rogue with the million coins. Like, it, Yes, you have an effect, that's for sure. But sometimes it, it's, it doesn't hit the, uh, the good spell in your mm-hmm. opponent's hand. And you feel like you sacrificed on some tempo by playing a 5 and a 4-5 that didn't do very much. And that can be backbreaking. But uh, I guess the best place I've seen this card being played in is at the top end of uh, an Enrage Warrior. Just as some kind of a low tape type card mm-hmm. to, to lock your opponent a bit. But even there, it's not really amazing. Like The stats haven't been making this card uh, as the messiah <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Definitely has an interesting effect. I think it'll come more into play as well when we see that rotation, when everybody doesn't have all the spells that they have at their disposal right now. Yeah. And that might also be when the legendary, the 3-mana three 3-3, three, three, as Vendon the Grand Shield, I'm probably not saying that right, but we'll go there. <laughs> Battlecry, cast a copy of your last spell your opponent played. I love the Spellbreakers. I love what they did with that. It's uh, it's such a neat design. Like, <laughs> can we take a moment to appreciate that? It's such a sweet design. So, like, I don't know about you guys, but I've been playing this card against Rogue because I like the concoctions. I think concoctions are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And my opponents also like concoctions. <laughs> so it's a win-win. <laughs> they play the concoction. I have one too. And you get to pick which one when they exactly. Play it. So, yeah. But then it means that uh, I'm playing against Rogue, and there is a, a thirteen thirteen with stealth just waiting for me to <laughs> to end the turn. <laughs> yeah, and a fourteen attack weapon. Yep. Sunfire Smithings, a four mana rare fire spell. Equip a four two sword. Give a random minion in your hand plus four plus two. I think a lot of people were sleeping on this card. I mean, that's a pretty good buff for something in your hand, you know? Yes. Again, you do taunt minions or rush minions, and you got... Or charge minions. Or charge, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, I see uh, Mr. Smite. I see um, uh, an Olgra. Stuff like that. I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) It's four mana, though, so... That crazed wretch as well. Yes, exactly. The Enrage Warrior. Yes, it's four mana, and honestly, I was on the same boat before the expansion, but I think this is one of the best cards Warrior actually got this set. Uh, it's it The four attack weapon, it's way better than I think uh, uh, we can imagine. It, it trades yeah, and push eight damage. Like You can just send the damage phase, and like it's a four mana deal eight over uh, two turns, and you also have the four attack 
from the buff that can end up on a charge minion. That's a lot of burst. That is true. Thori Balor then is a four mana four four legendary elemental with rush and a death rattle go dormant. Cast a fire spell to revive Thor Balor. Thori Balor. It revives two times. Have you guys seen the uh, flavor text? Mascot of Q F C uh, Quill to last fried chicken. <laughs> womp womp. womp. <laughs> I think it's okay. I mean, when you consider like Rat King is a five five that just keeps coming back all the time. Yeah. Um, comparatively, it's a lesser version of that. Um, granted, the trigger is something that you could like trigger on the same turn that it dies, so you could like effectively use it. You know, multiple Twice, times yeah. in one turn. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I, I I don't understand why it couldn't just be ad nauseum for forever. I don't uh, know. I had the like, same. Uh... Like, I mean, you're going to run out of fire spells eventually, and it's only four. <laughs> it's not five. Yeah. Uh, so because probably... of the limited number of fire spells, then they may have just wanted you to be able to uh, clear, <laughs> clear it from the board. Yeah. So it's not taking up space. Oh, that could be a, a good answer. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, in the first round of buffs, we actually see this one go to maybe revive three times or something like that, or maybe gain one attack. Definitely feels underwhelming for something that is supposed to come back a lot and uh, swing the board and stuff. The Rat King is definitely a better version of this card. All right, let's move into the neutrals then. Uh, Amber Whelp is a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three common dragon with a battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, deal 3 damage. So, I know that he's a neutral, but I would like to just let <laughs> you realize that this is not a neutral card. No, it's this not. is a paladin card. Yes. And so, just look at the neutral color and turn it golden. Exactly. It's, it's a paladin card. He's just lost. Yeah, I don't know why he's in neutral. The There is one thing I would say, and I don't know if Hearthstone has figured it out yet. He's a whelp, but I have summoned him, and Anixia, the oh. raid leader, did not get the immune protection from him. Oh. So I don't know if it's just a bug that they need to fix, but he, he's he got a whelp in his name, but he doesn't have the whelp tag. Oh, it should be. No, 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 you're right. It should be. It's a, probably a bug. I, I totally had the raid leader <laughs> on the board one time, oh, summoned no. him, killed one thing, and then went to trade in with her, and she was gone. And I was like, wait, what? What just happened? Oh, no. I, you know, promptly lost the game because I made a decision thinking that she'd have her immunity because he's clearly a whelp. And, like, on top of it, I had, like, the other dragons that summon whelps, too. I just, it was a better play to play him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... Um, but anyways, I'm sure they'll figure that out and and appropriately get his tag going correctly. But he he's a beautiful addition at three mana three three, and he's a dragon, so he's not uh, specifically like there. I know there was earlier iterations in Wild where it was like the dragon rider. Yeah, dragon rider. Three mana three three, not a dragon itself. Uh, if you. If you are holding the dragon, deal two damage. Yeah. So definitely power creep there because it is a dragon itself. But with that beautiful card, I 
fits perfectly right where it should be at the three meta slot. I, I, I absolutely love it. Great, 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 great card. And uh, in duels, uh, there's a lot of different dragon packages for a whole bunch of different classes. So seeing this in uh, neutral is actually a good thing for that. And yeah, it fits in really well. To be fair, uh, I'm thinking that maybe, just maybe, you know, because we just got the Dragonflight expansion in WoW, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a Hearthstone expansion based around Dragon uh, is around the corner, actually. <laughs> Especially with rotation, I could see yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, having a good staple Dragon in the neutral package, that would be really good for this expansion. But maybe I'm full on Copium. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I love Dragons. And every time I see a dragon under four mana, I'm happy. I want good tempo dragons. But we're not so far removed from the Descent of Dragons uh, set, so I'd be—I would actually be kind of surprised if we saw a ton of dragons come, uh, just because of the WoW expansion. But I could see some of the dragons come back for some of the other classes. I mean, oh, yeah. we we already have have some of the dragons back for Mage. Um, yeah, that's true. Priest. So I'm I, as far as inside the core set. Granted, you know we're still a couple steps away from that, and even Druid has some of their dragons as well with uh, you know, Shrubber Gazer. <laughs> so we have that potential there to see more of it. But I also I think potentially like if we were to look at this in a different light. I think this was also intended for helping out with like if someone wanted to go into the druid list and and go dragons because they had to originally for Kaz to work had to have only dragons. And oh, if you remember, that might it might be where it was like a gap filler for also that this might be true. But we came to realize that like they could get away with that with just like you know, essentially just having <laughs> no, no minions. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who knows? I mean, maybe that was some of where it was originally just going to be a neutral thing. And maybe we're not thinking too, too, too much further ahead as far as like, we're just looking at this current, like, okay, the dragons are finally back here now with uh, the six set. And that's, that's the real excitement. One mana, one, two, undead arms dealer. After you summon an undead, give it plus one attack. The art is so funny. Yeah, you wonder if he got the arms from, uh, what was the other card we talked about last time where they lost the arm each time? Yeah, the uh, disarming zombie. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty good good, uh, card for an undead aggressive deck. Uh, a lot of people have been running this card in Unholy this night. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. It Alone, it makes your hero power summon a 2-1, which is way better than a 1-1 one, one, to trade some stuff. Yeah, you can use it in Shaman with the, uh, the you know, Deathweaver aura, get you know that doubled a couple of times, you get four two zombies instead. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah, it's probably in the deck, by the way. I've seen the list, but I didn't really look at each card. It's probably in the deck. <laughs> Even early on, there was an aggro egg, aggro paladin. Aggro? 
that used some of the eggs that we'll talk about later um, using this as well as a way to ensure that you get some of the buffs on some of the early aggressive things. Um, it's it's all in all, it's a solid one mana minion. I mean, especially for what it does. If it doesn't get cleared right away, you could see some really aggressive strategies kind of taking a foothold. Speaking of eggs, one mana, zero, two, undead, full egg. I don't think uh, I pronounced it uh, very well, but <laughs> Death Rattle summon a 3-3 undead chicken. And the actual card is a full fall, <laughs> which is a 3 mana, 3-3 undead beast. That looks kind of cute. I think it's probably the best egg we've ever got. I I love it. I was using it actually kind of early on with some of the aggro packages. And what I liked about it is that it actually, it it like counters a lot of what demon hunters do with like attack the lowest health minion. It's like it's the lowest health minion. Now I have potentially a a 3-3 or... Uh, if they even use the double attack, I'll have a three one. But still, it's like one mana. I just countered your 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 fell spell. <laughs> kind of interesting. Oh, that's true. Definitely, definitely a good a good staple in aggro buff decks. Feels good to play, especially when you add in the one mana two one undead banshee, which is a rare minion with a death rattle. Give a friendly undead plus two plus one. Starting to feel a neutral synergy here. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think all the undead neutral really works well uh, together. Uh, the other package, which we are going to talk about, is not that good in my opinion, but the, the undead one, it feels good, right? For the first time, introduction of new undead, mm-hmm. uh, it, it flows together. Uh, I'm happy with that. Uh, and the Banshee, especially, is a good one-drop, because most of the times they can't kill it on one, if you play it on one, and then you can play another minion to trade the Banshee and get the bonus effect immediately. Like the arm stealer, so that he sticks around a little bit more. Exactly. <clears throat> you could also even have your Bone Flinger, which is a 2-mana, two 2-3 two, undead minion, a common minion with a battle cry. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, deal 2 damage. I mean, with the amount of one drop and dead we have seen just in neutral, uh, any kind of deck that would want to run the Boneflinger would want to run the first three. So, good card. I haven't seen it being played a lot, but it's because the deck on itself in the different classes is not insane. It's just a good card. Just a good card. I have nothing else to say about this. You could even add in the next card after that, the three mana brittle skin zombie, a common card with the death rattle. If it's your opponent's turn, deal three damage to them. Kind of feels like a neutral version of the priest minion. Or there was a series of those uh, with the previously two that if it happened on your turn, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Frozen Throne, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they were not very good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of the Shadowed Spirit, right? Shadowed Spirit, 4-3, undead, death rattle, deal 3 damage to enemy hero. I mean, it's I mean, it's like if you had the meme, right, where you show me the two <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Tell me, show me the difference of these two cards. I'd be like, uh, they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> 
because <laughs> like you're you're just not gonna trade it in right you're gonna make them make the trade you're just gonna keep hitting face with it oh so. yeah of course never trade <laughs> i mean that's that's what that's telling me the only thing is is that maybe if you're playing priest and you use your hero card it's not gonna end up doing the three damage again yeah as far as uh, aggressive and that card go one card I'm really happy about is the two mana five five undead incorporal corporal <laughs> I love the name after this minion is attack destroy it it's mind blast to take the word out of the mouth of a wise man yeah it's mind blast it's always two mana deal five <laughs> unless you silence it in silence priest you could do that. I also built a deck using uh, the seven mana, uh, the Lothamar Theron with the battle cry, double the stats of all the minions in your deck. And oh, wow. then I also used the turn, turn your deck into dragons, Lady Prester. Right? So well, I see what you mean. I turned him into a 10, 10 for two mana <laughs> dragon. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> That's a surprising way to to use to use them. Uh, granted, by the time you get down to your two mana cards, <laughs> you're able to draw that far. <laughs> a little bit of a challenge, but uh, fun nonetheless. Uh, I was gonna say that's probably one of the the only good like early card with a huge amount of stats. And a drawback that is actually playable. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of them, but uh, I don't remember seeing one that was actually good. Maybe I'm wrong here. But this one, this one is really good in an aggressive deck. I think a lot of people run this card. I think people will sleep on it too. Yeah, not realize the the that's two mana, five damage going face, right? Yeah. Or trading into a big big taunt. Yeah, and also a small note is that because it dies and it's in on your turn and it's an undead, it activates all your if an undead died after your last turn. Synergies. Oh, oh yeah, that's sweet. I think people still haven't even really gotten into how how to build some of these decks with some of these things because some some of the strategies that are out there have been so oppressive. It, I think it, it's interesting. It's like instead of it being where aggro usually ends up taking the the front front page it feels like it's like combo and control have have taken the lead initially uh, current meta but like the aggro strategies are still figuring their their stuff out i do agree with that yes <clears throat> yeah aggro you know being an aggro player myself is really struggling <laughs> to get by all of the uh, renathal decks already and then you know with damage reduction and all the life steal in in the death knight class then it's it doesn't feel super viable like when we were playing um our match the other day and you got carry a lot while you're still at full life then it's like wait i'm gonna have to do 90 damage to you before oh yo, yo. yeah I, i'm a aggro there's no way i can do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely aggro decks uh, are not in the best position right now and it's interesting too because on top of it it makes you wonder like is that something that is going to be a thing like for the next rotation too because like Renathal doesn't leave 
he's yeah. part part of Nathria, so like that's going to be a persistent issue, I think, going forward. Granted, Cariel will will go away, but that doesn't stop Death Knights from gaining sixty health, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think they're going to have a big problem at rotation because a lot of people love uh, Renaissance decks, but also what they don't realize is that yes, we got a nerf to uh, Denathrius. But Denathrius was not the build culprits. I mean, I'm in the, the camp of the one that's saying that Renatol was the one enabling all these decks to function, and Bran was the one enabling you to kill your opponents and to get all this value and to survive until Denathrius. Well, and specifically, Bran has become an issue even in a Druid deck that uses yeah. the new legendary, the two-mana yeah. 2-2 two, two, Astalor Bloodsworn with a battle cry. Add Astalor, the protector to your hand, Mana Thirst for deal two damage, which then Astalor, the protector, is a five-mana 5-5 five, five with a battle cry. Add Astalor, the flamebringer to your hand, Mana Thirst, seven, gain five armor, which then Astalor the Flamebringer is an 8-mana eight 8-8 eight, eight, with a battle cry. Deal 8 damage randomly split between all enemies with a Mana Thirst 10. <laughs> Deal 8 more. And when you add those cards to the yeah. Druid package of Ramp and also adding in the fact that Druids have access to Anubricon with a battle cry, gain eight armor this turn. Your minions cost armor instead of mana. That's, uh, yeah. This card is really popular, too. It just fits well in the Renatol, Denasrius, uh, Bran type of deck. I mean, at, at that point, the moment that you get to eight mana, you can it's, play yeah. a Nubricon, then you can play your... As long as you're at the, the ten mana amount, right? Yeah. As long as you're at 10 mana, you can play Nubricon, then you can play Bran, then you can play the second part of uh, the Protector. Yeah. And then you can play both of your Flame Bringers, and that's it. <laughs> Game's over. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's that rotation, I'd expect that Bran will be removed from the, the core yeah. set again. And, you know, there's, there's, it's always no possible that they can pull Renathal out as well, um, like they did with. Um, Baku and Ganon Baku. Yeah, again, yeah. I'm really conflicted about this card design wise. So I love the fact that you have to build up the big one. I love the fact that each steps is like representative of the arcane power, the frost power, and the, the fire power. Mm -hmm. But what I'm not happy about is the last part that is so similar to Denasrius. And I think, I mean, I imagine they would have known that Denasrius was going to be a big part of the standard meta. And adding a piece that would fit in the decks that generally run Denasrius, and that's basically the same effect, except he doesn't have the lifesteal, but it's weird. Like, I would have expected the last part to, to be something, yes, that expressed the, the fire aspect of magic, but in another way, uh, it, it feels too much. You know, yeah, it's 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 just so much damage, and on top of it, you can literally be at at a point where you're winning the entire board state, and yet still not have enough on board. Yeah. Like, 
I I've literally had the jailer down along with happy rag and a couple other <laughs> things. And it still wasn't enough. It's like, that doesn't make sense to me. How is it that I can heal myself? I'm at, I have Cariel on, I have like all these things going for me yet. I still can't protect myself from the amount of damage that's put out by the, by this, this combo. And then on top of it, not only is that combo something that you you feel like oh I, it should be done oh they can just make multiple copies of it as well yes yes yes, yes. you're like you're done with one part of the combo and then you realize because they play double uh, astral the protector or maybe double astral bloodsworn you might face up uh three more flame bringers and you're like, okay let's go to the next game <laughs> because because on top of it, they they're druids, so that means that they they have access to the ability to make multiple copies of things. Because yeah. moonlight guidance is a thing. Oh yes, so you can discover the copy, and if you play it, draw the original. Well, you've already you could make multiple copies of Asteroid Bloodsworn, and and there you go. <laughs> they, they, not only can they do that combo once, they can do it you know twice or three times yeah i think we can all agree that there is a bit of redundancy problem in Druid right now as if the consistency of what they do is too much mm -hmm. they do powerful thing but they have multiple cards that basically have the same effect to get to that point uh, and i think that's a bit too much for standard i'm a wild player i've seen the worst of what Druid can do and even <laughs> i i think it's a bit too much <laughs> from there where do we go i mean <laughs> we've got more cards to talk about so let's move on from this topic that i don't know how we're going to solve in the present moment there's definitely a nerf that needs to be involved there i don't know what it is and maybe it's just a like do we hold this card until rotation i mean does it need to be <laughs> as effective as it is no i don't think it, i don't think you nerf uh, astero i think uh, the other parts are but yeah yeah we have a lot of more cars to talk about <laughs> <laughs> but uh so let's talk about the bloody knight he's a three mana four or five uh common card at the end of your turn deal two damage to your hero it's really good stats for the cost but i think we've seen a few that are like that in the past um that have such a such a drawback that they don't see a lot of play as i'm looking at these neutrals though i'm starting to think you know what maybe silence priest can work now and give you a nice <laughs> aggro silence <clears throat> do we have anything that silence our own minion in standard starfish I, starfish there is the one mana spell uh silence a minion and like give it plus three add its health. health yeah or maybe silence and deal its attack to to all two enemy minions, if I remember correctly. What's interesting too is that there's like this self-damaging side of things for even Paladin, and there there were a couple cards early on in Stormwind that I think it was Stormwind or Alterac Valley, where it was like if you get to fifteen health, then you get bonuses. It was you know you have the mm -hmm. the Wind Fury Rusher for Paladin. No neutral. The oh. the Loctilar, the Ice Lord, Rush, oh, yeah. Wind Fury costs five less if you have fifteen health or less. And then there's also a like six mana neutral, and it wasn't necessarily in Paladin, but Paladin's doing a lot of self damage things right now, so it makes you wonder if that's where we're supposed to be going. But 
it's like uh you get a, a bigger taunt because you've lost a certain amount of health and 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 it's like it's weird because it makes you wonder like is was there supposed to be like this like there's people with 40 health but meanwhile you have 15 health <laughs> but it, it like never quite got built like yeah, Lion's Guard, five mana, four or six with a battle cry. If you have 15 health or less, gain oh, plus yeah. two, plus four, and taunt. Oh, that's true. It, and that's from Stormwind. And it's weird because it's like, where, who's, who's this 15 health hero <laughs> that we don't have? Like, is there, like, is the Pandaren? Yeah, like, where, <laughs> where is this, this card? Because we're in the six set meta. So, like, is there, a card coming in the mini set that that says if I take enough damage, like after I get to fifteen, like that's it. I'm I'm I can only take one damage a turn, and so now all of a sudden I can like burst out these bigger minions that I've been waiting to play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like I don't know where this where this balance comes from, but um, uh, it makes me wonder if like s- self damage is part of it. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like the. These are cards that I I should ignore <laughs> the little side benefits. I don't know, or maybe they're just setting us up for High Priest the Call to come back in the core set uh, at no. rotation. I think actually I have a, an answer for this question. United in Stormwind was also the introduction of quest lines, and we have played against a deck that loves sales damage. Quest mm-hmm. uh, on Warlock. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the legendary with Russian Wind Fury and even the six mana card, the taunt one, mm-hmm. were expected to get played in that kind of deck. But then people realized that you could just jump giants early on and win the game. So this version never came to fruition. Uh, I mean, maybe in standard... No, I think in standard 2, uh, the deck has been good. It had been nerfed multiple times. But uh, yeah, I have some wild PTSD uh, <laughs> flushing <laughs> through my eyes. <laughs> so maybe maybe that was it. Like, th- these are parts and pieces that belong to that questline warlock. But, yeah. like, we just didn't, did it, didn't get a chance to see it because the nerfs have happened along the way. Meanwhile, this card still got created, right? So we, we have the self damage, actually very solidly statted minion that would have been great to play on three for that quest line warlock. And now it's just like, <laughs> I'm here, uh, aggro card that I don't know if you still want me, but. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, we got a card like that, the same stat line in Warlock, uh, in Old Doom, but. The effect was after this minion's attack, it deals three damage to your hero. So to link yeah. with, uh, again with warlocks. Anyway, I think this card like you have better stuff to do, don't you? I haven't seen played once since the start of the expansion. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> yeah, the two damage is just a little rough uh, to deal with. But yeah, um... I think the three mana spots uh, for aggro decks got a way better card. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the two, the three mana two five Hawk Strider Rancher. After you play a minion, give it plus one plus one and Death Rattle. Summon a one one Hawk Strider, and the Hawk Strider is just a one one beast. Uh, such such a beautiful card. Yes, for aggro strategies, it's just so good. Especially if you can manage to to throw down 
cheap minions really quickly. Uh, I could see it really uh, creating a foothold for aggro strategies to to really uh, take hold. In Shaman, we talked about uh, the Scorched Troll that liked uh, the Throttle, and we talked about the Piranos. Uh, this card is actually played in uh, the Shaman token deck, if I am not mistaken. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's on turn three, it's a lot of stats. And then if it lives, it's a lot of stats also for other minions. Uh, this is the kind of aggro strategy that I love. Uh, I don't like insane bursts in an aggro deck. I like to uh, play sticky boards, uh, push small amount of damage every turn and uh, grind the opponent like that, but also early on. <laughs> it sounds more mid-range than aggro. It is true. Maybe I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just denying my uh, mid-range uh, appreciation. <laughs> but anyway, that, we can all agree that's a pretty good card. Oh, yeah. Bone Lord Frost Whisper, then, is a six-mana, six-six legendary undead with a death rattle for the rest of the game. Your first card each turn costs zero, but you die in three turns. That's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I feel like there are ways that this card is going to be abused, is the best way to ex- explain it. Like, So initially, I have the thought process of if I only have three cards in hand and I theatar I can take one of my one of the minions from my opponent's hands and give them this card oh. and then I can vulgin it down onto the board and kill it so then they only have three turns to kill me hmm. <laughs> um well an interesting enough potential uh <laughs> threat I don't know how you get there to actually do that, but uh, still, I, I I feel like just even for your side of the board, right? If you're able to cast big giant spells, maybe that's how um, big shaman is able to operate, right? I get to this this specific card that's six mana. I can even potentially draw it out, as I know I can specifically draw minions that cost a certain amount and maybe that's how i do it right like i i get to throw this down and then i do my big things one one thing for free and then a bunch of other stuff the rest of my turn and then that's how i'm gonna win i just don't know if we've really gotten to the point where we've figured out what combination works in order to make sure that by the end of turn three you're you got it yeah this is definitely one of uh, the cards you you're never expecting it but like when it comes down you're like oh well i have to put everything i have on defense <laughs> and pray that i i don't get otk somehow having it i haven't seen it uh being played a lot though so i don't know about you but yeah it's just <laughs> I've heard a lot of people rumbling that they've got some ideas for it, but the three turn limitation, it kind of reminds me of Temporis, the the dragon that gave you two turns. Like there, the, it feels like there should be something really powerful that you can do with it. But then in practice, it's a bit harder than you would expect. So I, I, I guess I have a question though. So if I was in priest and mm-hmm. I played this and killed it. 
But then after my third turn, I brought it back and killed it again. Would I reset my turn limit? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Uh, the timer cannot be reset. I don't think uh, people have found a way to do that. And uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the question was asked to Celestone, I think, on Twitter early on during the reveals. And I think he said that you cannot uh, reset the timer by applying another one. Well, maybe I just play it as a six mana six six, and then I use my corner to, uh, which is a two mana two two rare minion with a Battlecry freeze and enemy. Wait, that wouldn't work. No. Freeze an enemy minion, and then mana throw six silence it first. If I could silence my own minion, but that doesn't but, silence my own minion. It only silences my opponent's minions, which is still good. That's a solid card. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense really to silence it because the whole point of playing that one would be to get your first spell to be zero, so you need the death rattle trigger <laughs> anyway. Otherwise, you can do better for a six mana. <laughs> However, a very solid card out there, and also if you've seen the golden an- animation for the corner, it's, it's really amazing. Nice. He's yeah. holding like this undead arm in his hand and it's like attacking at him. <laughs> it's really cool. That takes us to the Crystal Broker, a three mana, three, two with a mana thirst of five, summon a random three cost minion, and a mana thirst of ten, summon an eight cost minion instead. Is it the worst card of the extension? I feel like it's supposed to be good in like a like evolve shaman maybe or but i i just don't know where you're finding this card to play that i don't know either it's bad before turn five and after turn five i don't want that i don't know it's a like you're telling me that a three drop is not doing anything before my turn five anything like and even the stats themselves are not good if it was like a spider tank, maybe I would have uh, invited it. It's a 3-2. I don't know. I, I can't find a way to play that. And I, I don't want to play that. <laughs> I mean, definitely once you get to turn 10, if you're playing it, you're hopefully getting a good co- good 8-cost minion. But even then, that's just so random. Because it's a it's a random eight cost minion, right? Like, yeah. So just keep an eye on this know. though uh, for the rotation. When we lose a whole year's worth, then you'll have a much more limited pool for those random three and eight costs. So, you know, there's a chance oh. that you'll have something good uh, coming from it uh, next turn, even if you're just kind of. I mean, there's definitely going to be bad three and eight cost minions too, but could be a sleeper. Drakari Embalmers, a 3-mana 3-4 common undead with a battle cry, give a friendly undead reborn. There's there's ways that this is going to be broken. Like, definitely ways that this just works out great. With Invincible, if you get the second Invincible, you could just reborn that again, which that sounds great, especially as you give another target for that buff to fall back on because it's an undead minion itself <laughs> i i feel like there there are ways that this becomes broken like there there's a combo here somewhere that 
people have not figured out, but should. And even in aggressive strategies, like if this is your turn three and you're giving reborn to one of your aggressively statted uh, undead minions that you've went ahead and played, like your incorporeal, incorporeal corporal, like maybe that's where it even works. It's just another five damage that you get to throw a face if they don't have an answer for it right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a solid card. Especially in those mid-range undead decks. But most likely going to be good at rotation. Right now, as you said, if there is a combo, nobody has found it yet. And as rotation, probably going to be solid, at least. Or potentially even after mini set, you know, just get some more powerful undead. Oh, true. Yeah. Personally, for me, I the one that I immediately think of is the one that I've also received the... Uh, signature card for which is the five mana five four rare card infectious ghoul with the death rattle give a random friendly minion death rattle summon an infectious ghoul can we do the meme of the uh can you find the difference between these two pictures with the uh the legendary (laughs) (laughs) graybo graybo yeah graybo yeah graybo basically graybo but without the taunt which makes it worse because where Gribble was good is that the death rattle, his death rattle, sorry, was always triggered because you had to kill it. Uh, this one, yes, it's uh, in the neutral pool, but I don't think any other class that would have a better way to trigger it is triggering it right now. <laughs> I think I have not seen a deck abusing that. Even in Rogue, the fact that this is 5 mana, mean that uh, the three mana card doesn't uh, draw and trigger this? I I did have some fun with getting both of them together in Paladin because you can, you know, pull Kelt your deck with Order in the Court. So you can get both of them in hand and, like, play one on one turn, play one on the next turn, so you have them both on the board at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um and then that way you're kind of like, oh, I constant, I have a constant board presence, but there's always eventually a silence that comes your way or a board clear. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's some potential there, but I, I just even the fact that you could give it reborn means that you, you have that potential to like get a couple copies of it going where you don't even necessarily need to sort your deck a certain way. Enchanters, the three mana three three epic with uh, enemy minions take double damage during your turn. I think there's probably some uh, aspects where where that's good, um, especially if you have something like the uh, um, where you need a clear um, and like Death Knight, where you can deal you know damage equal to the number of corpses you have, or you know things like that. Oh, yeah, Corpse Explosion. Yeah, Corpse Explosion. It also kind of reminds me of, like, that... Morg. Yeah, Morg Forge Fiend, or Artificer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it? Yeah, where you're going to get, like, a whole bunch of damage and get back lifesteal, like, for um, Demon Hunter, right? Where you're going to hit that whole entire board and gain all this life back oh, yeah. all at once. Yeah. Um, well, that's where, that's where I feel like it's going to come into play, or also for the same thing for the Blood Death Knights, where they're getting back lifesteal as well. 
Uh, both it's of those funny. Great opportunities for it. It's funny that you're uh, saying that uh, thing about the Death Knight because that's exactly what Death Knight is doing right now. Uh, not by playing the Enchanter, but by playing another card, which is called the Silver Moon Arcanist. Uh, the three mana two two with spell damage plus two, and battle cry. Mm-hmm. Your spells can't target heroes this turn. So they play that with Unleash Fell, which we talked about uh, last time. And it's basically uh, a three damage ALE with lifesteal. Pretty good. Remind, reminds me a lot of uh, the more action and against that you could do before. That's why uh, I think that. But yeah, to come back to Enchanter, maybe. Uh, it's definitely good in Arena, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. The value trades. Flesh Behemoth is a 9-mana 4-8 rare undead with Death Rattle draw another undead and summon a copy of it. I mean, it's a great way to get the Invincible um, oh. into your hand, oh. and then you also have a copy of it on the board, which then, if you're at the 9-mana turn, that means you're going to be able to kind of get there. Um, also, it's a taunt, taunt minion. This is a taunt minion. Um, or it creates a taunt minion, so like you even have the potential for like warrior taunt shenanigans, uh, p- some potential for big shaman, maybe even some potential in like a big paladin or frontlines paladin. So there's there's some uh, there's some synergies there that potentially still need to be worked out. But the fact that it's targeted draw as well, draw another undead. It's specifically an undead, so that can get you to the invincible, which is great. I think there's. There's something going on there. It's figuring out where that belongs, which class it fits in. Uh, but I think it could definitely work out. Yeah, it gets your chain of, uh, what was the 6-6 six, six that deals 6 to your enemy at the end of each turn. Dracom. Get that chain going. Yeah. There, well, there you go. You can summon a copy of it, right? Yep. And then it's in your hand, and then you can discard it. Yeah. Warlock. That, that could be a, the way to go about it. All right, Infected Peasants, a 2-mana two 2-1 two uh, common with Death Rattle, Summon a 2-2 two two Undead Peasant. Solid aggro minion. Very solid. Very, very solid. You can compare that to, um, you know, the, the mini-bots that you had in the Paladins. There was two of them. One had Divine Shield. Which you can compare this, like the first part has one health, mm-hmm. which is basically a Divine Shield. For the two two, and also the the one that was a two two with reborn, mm-hmm. it's basically the same, but like in the opposite way. Shotbot, yeah, shotbot. There we go. Thank you. Uh, and those cards were played, and I think if they were uh, in standard, they would be played too. So, uh, like I like the infected peasant. I think it's a good undead card. It's not itself yeah. undead, but it's also not undead. So yeah. I've made that mistake before, where I've like killed the uh, banshee, and then I was like, "Wait a second, I traded in the wrong order." <laughs> because, <laughs> like, if I had traded the infected peasant, that I would have had the the undead peasant to get the buff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just like like you got to remember that's not undead itself. Which I mean that. That's an interesting little thing to think of, too. You have to be aware of when you're making your your choices. And I think it's also to stop things like uh, if you were to follow up that uh, infected peasant with the embalmer, 
you oh, yeah. you wouldn't want to be able to get like <laughs> repeated yeah, amounts of stats. Of stats right? So I think that was the the potential there. But even then, if you end up having the infected peasant and then you get the undead peasant and then embalmer it, you're still going to be happy. Like, I think that's a pretty good aggressive strategy there. So uh, we've already kind of talked about Invincible a little bit and even Lothmar. So let's move on to uh, Nerubian Vizier. It's a three mana, two, four undead common minion with a battle cry. Discover a spell if a friendly undead died after your last turn. It costs two less. Very, very good Death Knight guard. Yeah, Death Knight just does discover anything though, right? Yeah, that's true. Like it, it even without the uh, the second part of the effect, you, you would have played it in this moment. Right. <laughs> one one of the really interesting things for me about the discoverability in Death Knight is well, the rune mechanics are restricted to specifically the deck building. Deck building. Yeah. When you go to the discover part, you can discover from any rune pool. Which mm. I feel like is a little on the like that's where the balance part of Death Knight to me feels unbalanced. Oh really? Right? Yeah. The the fact that I can discover one of those three rune cards, even though I'm not playing in that three rune style deck, feels a little broken. And then on top of it, then I'm gonna create make it cost two less as well. <laughs> like uh, that's funny that you say it like that, because I actually have the opposite opinion. I think that if you restricted the discover to the runes too, imagine a frost deck, or maybe imagine triple blood, the most popular. Triple blood would always discover vampiric blood then. Always. There is no way you don't discover vampiric blood uh, if you restrict to your rune requirement from your deck. Uh. And for that, like I, I would rather sometime discover a card from another rune. Or maybe in Frost, imagine discovering five-time um, ultimate infestation. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> they already do that. But imagine if it was more consistent. But your argument is right, I think. It's just, I think it's um, a funny situation the class is in because it has so few cards. Mm-hmm. It's going to get better, for sure. Well, maybe if it was like you can discover anything from a two- two rune but not i don't know maybe discovering, not. not discovering the three ones yeah mm-hmm. it would make sense i mean just because that that to me it sounds like that that should be the hardest thing and if you're not fully invested in it you shouldn't be able to find it either but maybe i'm wrong maybe <laughs> maybe not limiting the pool is the better option <laughs> or they need to just release a whole bunch of neutral spells just to mess with it <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of that also just comes down to the fact that, like, for right now with Death Knights, yeah. the pool is very limited, and it'll get better over time. I mean, they did. It, it was the same thing with like uh, Demon Hunter at release, where you would play that two mana two two that always gave you a one mana spell, mm-hmm. and like uh, at the time there was like three one mana spell, and they were all broken, like mm-hmm. Mana Burn. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, twin slice and uh, another yeah, one. The, I don't wand, remember. the wand maker. <laughs> yeah, the wand maker. You. That's the that's the card. <laughs> and like you would play wand maker in every the edge deck just because you could get those broken and the silence one, silence and yeah. outcast door card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they printed a bunch of bad one mana spell, <laughs> and you didn't play the wand maker anymore. <laughs> 
So I'm pretty sure um, the Discover cards are going to get worse because uh, worse spells overall are going to get printed and more minions based runes are going to get printed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that uh, in that ID, yes, the Nerubian face here feels a bit too much sometimes. Like facing a, a five mana infrustation <laughs> is definitely not a fun experience. But uh, yeah, that was my uh, my little rant on the. <laughs> and we've already kind of talked about the plague spreader. So uh, next up, we have the four mana three six sanctum spellbender. It's a epic card with whenever your opponent targets another minion with a spell, redirect it to this. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to reiterate on, I mean, no, sorry, correct what I said before. Crystal Broker is not the worst card of the expansion. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this card existed. I literally forgot. So why do, why do you think it's the worst? Okay, so we have Spellbender, mm-hmm. the secret in Mage, mm-hmm. that has the good effect of being a secret. So your opponent does not know where... Uh, when it's uh, it's going to get activated. And with this, first off, it costs one more mana, and it's a 3-6. And then your opponent could just, like, clear it with minions, or maybe attack it, um, just kill it with a spell. <laughs> and, like, if you want to protect another minion on your um, on your side of the board... I feel like there is better stuff to do, like playing another threat so that your opponent has to choose. But playing a four mana three six? But it's a it's a four mana three six that they are gonna want to deal with though. So it gives their yeah. them some focus there, um, that they have to be a little bit more cautious of. Uh, I mean, granted there's a lot of mass damage, mass removal, so you know, not really targeted um these days, but you know, even at four, six, uh, turn four, six mana can usually be like two hits from a minion uh, instead yeah. of just one. And so they're going to have to spend spells to get rid of it. And that's a lot of spells even for six damage uh, that's not going face. Um, so That's true. I mean, no, the spells, uh, it only protects from spells targeting minions. Oh, oh targets another minion. Gotcha. Yeah. Even as a three mana, three, four, I don't think... Uh... Yeah. Anybody I feel like it's a, it's a tech card for like, how do I beat Naga Priest or how do I beat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buff Paladin? Tech card but like, but like, even then, it's still questionable. Yeah. I mean, they, I know Priest runs Silence. Granted, only one copy, but. <laughs> yeah, if you want to run, if you want to like beat those decks, you run Mass Ailey. Mm hmm. Like actually, the best decks to deal with uh, both Pali and um, Naga Priest or Priest and Paladin itself. <laughs> so it's yeah. between. You have Equality, you have Whirlpool. It feels weird. It feels weird. Scourge Rager is a 3-mana 5-4 undead common with Reborn and a battle cry, Die. Did you know that this card was actually one that uh, so there is a designer on the team, Leo Robles, 
And uh, before being on the Hearthstone team, he was a fan and created custom cards. And he actually made a custom card that was like that when the Reborn mechanic was introduced. It was a 3-mana 5-5 with Reborn and Battlecry Die. So he actually wanted to put the card in this set but uh, there was actually it was actually nerfed. It was a Sermona 5-5 at the beginning. <laughs> and it was uh, the final balance at the time, I think, that nerfed it because a priest deck with uh, Reanimate Dead and stuff was a bit too good with that card. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's funny because this is definitely one of the best Rager we've seen. Oh, mm-hmm. But it's still not... Uh, it's still not there. Still not there. It's funny. I just wanted to share the anecdote. Yeah, I'd seen that. That's that's kind of cool. Art was a little different too, but um, but I mean, yeah. Considering the bone collar and animated dead, both animated dead both work well with that card. I mean, it's not a surprise. I mean, I, I I'm surprised that we're not seeing more of that. Yeah, I guess. Uh... I'm sure we'll see it more as as time goes on. Too, people will find ways of getting it to come back without uh, triggering the battle cry. Shatter skin gargoyle is six mana four six common undead with taunt and death rattle deal four damage to a random enemy. It's another signature card, but <laughs> I don't know why they made that one a signature card. Yeah, I really don't. It's like, did you want cards that everybody was playing, or did you want? Like, I have a card that nobody would ever see <laughs> the light of day. I mean, it's it's interesting in its own right. I mean, there's some potential for like that big shaman or taunt warrior, but I just don't see it. Maybe it's just I don't see it right now, and it's not looking forward to rotation when eventually this is the way to go. Like, yeah. But the problem with this card is like the random damage. So random damage is as a one-time effect is pretty bad, but the fact that it also death rattle, where you cannot, like... Uh, so maybe you play a card that says random damage, and then it didn't hit the target you wanted, so you're going to clear that target with another card. You can't do that with death rattle. But if you draw it with your warrior uh, that doubles the stats, then they're going to trade pretty much everything in and then uh, to kill it. Uh, and then that is going to hit face. So you still get it. Um, granted, you'd rather hit it with the eight damage from the doubled stats, but, uh, you know, in dire situations. Yeah, yeah I see. Still, it's probably like it's probably not going to see a ton of play just because of you know the stats that you get for it normally, and maybe they just made it signature so that when there's enough signature cards to build an all signature card deck, then you still have to throw some <laughs> chaff into it. Maybe, yeah, for the the whales out there. <laughs> not that not that anybody's ever going to put together an all signature card deck because the art style is going to change for everyone, and so it'll be all just mismatchy and not feel good. This is true. It goes back to my disdain for the signature cards. Signature cards. <laughs> <laughs> Although, honestly, I am kind of happy that they they added the signature golden packs because when opening those, then you really get a lot of legendaries after you open all the signatures. So yeah. there's one time I got, you know, three packs in a row with a legendary, okay. a golden legendary. So that's good. Yeah. 
then we also have the four mana four four silver moon armor, which is a common card with rush and math or seven gain plus two plus two. Can't complain about a four mana six six with rush. The, the fact that this is better than the the class dragon that Paladin got <laughs> it, it blows my mind. Like, why is this one better than the dragon? I don't know. That dragon, I don't play it. I, I don't. Yeah, I like it's, it's I purposely good. don't put it in my deck. <laughs> like if I find if I find it on the discover and it's like you know, big giant dragon that I know I won't play, big giant dragon that I know I won't play. <laughs> oh four mana five five dragon. There we go. Watch out. <laughs> it has rush. Oh there's so that. <laughs> Might get it. Might get a plus one, plus one from a banner man. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, it's better than dragon, but it's still not good. Yeah, I still wouldn't play a four mana six six rush. Really, I, I just wouldn't. Hmm. No, no. I guess there's always something clever uh, that is better. Silver Moon Sentinel, three mana, two, five common card with taunt and mana thirst eight to gain plus two, plus two and divine shield. This one's actually better. Yeah, definitely. This one's like, like distinctly better. Like I could see this card coming in, especially in a four set meta where like a three mana, two, five with taunt is actually good. That's a solid, that's a solid taunt minion. And then later on, when you get the divine shield and for three mana on later turns, it's solid too. It's a good all-around minion. But, I mean, just right now, there's just so many other things that are going on that are better than it that we're just not playing it. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting this card to see way more play. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. I guess uh, dealing 32 damage from hand on turn uh, 10 is better than that. <laughs> but, yeah, as you said... In a four set meta, this is definitely a good quality card. But this is a lot of buff. A three mana, four seven with taunt and divine shield. That's really hard to pass. It, uh, it yeah. is. It's just the mana thirst requirement to get those uh, extra plus two plus two kind of takes it the the mana cost of three a little yeah. bit out of the equation. And that's kind of been my problem with the mana thirst cards is figuring their value. Yeah, I I honestly think though at just the three mana two five would taunt. That's a solid card. Yeah. In the four set meta, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Street Sweeper is a four mana two two common card with a battle cry deal two damage to all other minions. Um, basically same argument. I would say that uh, in a four set meta where there is no neutral clear except that it would be good but today we have talented arcanists that is played in the deck that all looking for that uh, neutral clear uh, this one on the other hand is one not cheaper uh, a lesser body but an effect that is capped and i don't know the meta is not favorable to to health minions so there is not a lot of them the reborn being a thing in this oh, set yeah. gives you, you know. Oh, yeah, also. So. I don't know. I, this is probably my favorite art of the set. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still something in my in my heart that makes me want to try it out. And if we ever go back to a more aggro meta, then that could also be, a, you know, 
decent clear. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're just not at that point right now. So look for it to be a tech card. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we'll see it see play, just not at the moment. Yeah, I, I think so too. Sun Fury Clergy is a three mana two four common with a battle cry. Restore three health to all friendly characters and mana for six. Restore six health instead. I've seen quite a bit of this already. Yeah, more than the uh, Silver Moon Sentinel. When I was theory crafting and just looking at the cards, I was thinking that both of these cards would see play in the same kind of decks. But uh, it appeared that because the Sun Fury Clergy has like a better standalone effect, from restoring three health to all friendly, uh, it's seeing a bit more play. Six health is really good for mana thirst six. Yeah. I think that that's the lower you can put the mana thirst for that effect. And uh, it's it's. I wouldn't be surprised also to see after all the defensive tools have rotated out, to see this card uh, being played in some decks. Tenacious Sandlane is a 5-mana 4-6 undead with rare with lifesteal, and whenever this attacks, deal 2 damage to the enemy hero. Wait, it's undead? It mm-hmm. is. Oh. What? Isn't that the Blood Elf, though? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Wait, <laughs> I don't it, know. is it undead on, in the game? It's undead. I don't, I don't understand why it's an undead, but it is. But it looks like a blood elf in the art. Well, maybe he has, like, yellow eyes, so it's an undead. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't see it from there. Okay. It, it, so so the, the flavor text says once bitten, twice healed, so it must be a vampire? Oh, that makes sense. Ah. Okay, that makes sense. No. <laughs> maybe the sun, sun line... Or some kinds of vampire. My my woe lore is not that high. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely better than. Do you remember that old uh, beast in Warlock that had the battle cry? If you got damaged this turn, gain life steal. Five and a four or six. Same uh, same stat line. No, I don't remember it. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I mean it's pretty normal. This card was pretty trash, but uh, this one. It, it has a lot, like it's a lot of lifesteal, but then again, uh, no Dex is looking for that. I, I feel like it, it's got this potential to be in like that Blood Paladin, but like after rotation, like when there's less cards to choose from, it might step in as a way to like allow you to heal back up a little bit after you've taken it, all that damage. But for the time being, it's kind of like, I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I see still some like fringe cases where, you know, taunt is, you know, I've seen a lot of taunt stuff showing up. And this is some direct damage to the face uh, while you're attacking. If you can manage to give it rush or wind fury or something like that, and then um, it's a way to get over the board full of one two taunts that the undead can sometimes create and things like that but yeah it's very like you said maybe after rotation when there's fewer choices uh we'll see this uh, start to pop up well and with liadrin like where you could have liadrin buffed you could potentially get this rush in divine shield so there's that potential there yeah 
I I just see there's a avenue in which it works, but uh, at the present moment, five mana though is a lot to ask for that. And speaking of trade-offs, we have the Sunwell, which I think we've talked about uh, before, but um, not as part of the reviews. So now we've gotten a chance to play with it. It's a nine-mana legendary holy spell in neutral. Uh, though you fill your hand with random spells, it uh, costs one less for each other card in your hand. I'm not happy to put that in my deck, and I'm not happy to discover that from <laughs> when I'm discovering spells. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I mean, yes, it's random, but like this uh, this balance of cost between your hand size and the cost of the card itself, mm-hmm. it's weird because you want to play that where when it's uh, at the lowest cost possible, but then it means that you don't get as many cards. any value at all. Right. Like the only good stuff I can find about this card, I don't want to be harsh. It's like the symmetry between uh, discard filling your hand and the scourge filling your board, you know, be, because the sun well and the scourge and the lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's the only good point I can find between those. Uh, yeah, I don't like this card. Yeah, I haven't had much luck with it either because like it's such a trade off between you know yeah. you want cards in your hand, but uh, then you also want to play it cheap. So. Um, it's too hard to to really hit that balance. I'm maybe if people did the math and on a smaller meta where um, there's fewer spells available, then maybe you know you get something really tight. But it's so hard to use. Yeah, sometimes when you discover it from the vizier and you can discount it by two, it's playable. Mm-hmm. It's actually sometimes a, a pick in this night. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, I randomly get offered it from the Battle Vicar, and sometimes I pick it just because the other options aren't all that great. (laughs) (laughs) And usually end up feeling like, why did I do that? Because now I have these spells that have no synergy at all with anything that I'm doing. Um, But for the most part, I I feel like if it's not Thief Rogue where you're looking for all those random spells because you want to be able to get the really powerful random abilities to help you out, I don't know where this really fits. It's interesting that it's holy. I don't know why it is other than maybe if you put it into also like with Mage, right, where you want those random other Mm -hmm. spell schools, then also now they have now random refill more random generation and that's the path of random mage you know going down that way but other other, other than the that like, i don't know random mage I, I i just don't know why you would purposely run this card it just feels like something you might find might might pick might use might not but, <laughs> a lot of mites yeah, maybe. <laughs> or or maybe when you're out of cards uh, playing Jailer or something like that, then this gives you, yeah. you know, at least a handful of, of cards. Of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can shuffle one copy or one cost copies into your deck with the uh, Warlock. So. Uh, Translocation Instructors, 5-mana rare 4-4 with a battle cry. Choose an enemy minion, swap it with a random one in their deck. Very dangerous. 
Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Potentially disruptive. Yeah. Didn't we get that card, like, last mini set? Five mana, three, three. Uh, battle cry swap with uh, a minion from your opponent's deck. It, it, it's weird. <laughs> like, it felt like it's the same niche, but a niche nobody is looking to fill. I guess it's good disruption. It's always nice to have some kind of disruption. But Yeah, he may be able and... to throw the elemental back into the priest deck before they get to copy it oh. with the res and things like that, but... Okay, okay, okay. Um, but still, that's not until five. <laughs> and maybe it stops things like uh, some of those other decks from functioning that require to have a specific minion in their deck, right? Like mm -hmm. the rogue deck with Invincible. Maybe you manage to yank their Invincible out of the deck because they play their, their six-mana Mask Reveler, right? Like, yeah. And then you can swap it, and all of a sudden now they're like, oh, you just broke my deck. Um <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of is if there's like specific decks that we're aiming to stop. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of those uh, specific decks, and the only one that came into mind was this, uh, Demon Hunter. Except, well, <laughs> you can't target the Demon Hunter minions because they are hidden in, in souls. So, <laughs> unlucky for that. Umbral Geist is a two mana three one undead with a death rattle. Add a random shadow spell to your hand. There it is. There we go. That's how we get our you know our, shadow our, of demise. Random shadow of demise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the average shadow spell in the deck that is not made to use it is not very good. In a deck that has a lot of synergy with shadow spell. It might be okay, but uh, there are still a lot of fillers. Yeah. And finally, the Vrykul Necrolites, a two mana, two, two undead with a battle cry. Give a friendly minion death rattle, summon a two, two zombie with rush. Oh, I'm happy that we end with that. Because I think this is one of the best neutral cards. Why is that? Um, the giving a minion. Death Rattle, summon a 2-2 zombie with Rush, is super good in the early game. Uh, if you manage to have a 1-drop, and you're playing maybe against another board-centric deck, so like you're going to have this little skirmish of who is going to take the control of the board in the early game before pushing the damage phase, uh, this card basically makes it so that you auto-win the early battle. Except if you're maybe against a Death Knight that has... A lot of possible way to come back on the board, especially on the unholy spec. I think this is really good. It synergizes a lot with shaman, with the with the the troll, with the piranhas. Um, it's just it's I I basically see it as a two mana two two deal two damage. And sometimes, even better, just summon a two two. I don't think there is a lot of ways for it to just be like a two mana two two. I think it always has one of the two effects which are really good. Yeah, it, it's not even a specifically like an undead minion. You can get yeah. any any minion, so I it's really solid. Yes. Any one drop becomes instantly better statted. So as long as you have something that sticks around, so even in Paladin, you can use this card to give your you know, your little sanguine soldier the the buff that it needs in order to <laughs> become even more powerful, even more 
of a, a target for buffs later on. It's it's solid. Yeah, and you mentioned things that'll stick around. That just automatically makes me think the malignant oh. horror would be the perfect target for this. I knew it. <laughs> Had to come full circle. Oh my well, god! Because I mean, that you'd get a copy of it with that death rattle on exactly. it. Exactly. What? You mean when it dies? You mean when it dies, you summon a better malignant horror? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That was definitely the best card of the set. This malignant horror, for sure. It's got to go in everything. So, so, um, are you saying that I need to get a malignant horror tattoo? Is that what it is? (laughs) Oh damn! (laughs) For sure. Sure. Surely, nothing bad can happen. Surely it wouldn't stick around and linger for forever. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> all right. Well, that gets us through all the cards. It's been kind of a fun meta trying to figure it out. Uh, I'm, you know, still learning a lot. Uh, got a chance to play against a lot of people before I took on ladder. Um, but yeah, send us your decks. Let us know what you're playing, what you're enjoying. And uh, if you want to join us for a, um, an episode and tell us how it's working and what your theories were. We'd love to have you on on the show. I promise they're a really good guy. You can trust him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on as well to to join us, uh, Romano. Do you have any final words that you want to pass on to our listeners as we're uh, wrapping up the show? Uh, yes. Uh, first off, it was an honor to be there. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, uh, those two episodes. And uh, a word I can say, well, mm, play Hearthstone. Hearthstone <laughs> is a good game. And uh, yeah, if you maybe are looking for uh, more of me, I guess, uh, you can find me mostly on Twitter. I uh, post a lot of custom cards and memes. And uh, sometimes I stream when I have time not doing mathematics. So, <laughs> so there you go. Thank you guys again for having me. It was really, really fun. I loved it. Excellent. We'll make sure to include all your links in the show notes as well for both episodes. Thanks so much for coming and joining us. It's been enjoyable making our way through all these cards. I know there was quite a few of them, so I'm grateful for your time to uh, sit down and enjoy with us. And uh, no problem, no problem. We'll definitely have you come on so that way you can tell us all about those custom cards in the future. Ooh, yeah, yeah, spicy. It'll be fun. I would love to. (laughs) We'll be in touch then. (laughs) 